Well, well, welcome back to episode three of Spark in the Dark. I'm your host, Dan Matha, and we have a fantastic episode ahead of us, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to take a moment to recognize the electricity that is in the air, buzzing around, the momentum that is being built behind this show, okay? I told you this before, I'm going to tell you now, and... You can bet a lot of money that I'm going to tell you this again. This show only grows, only goes as far as you take it. Liking, subscribing, sharing, commenting, word of mouth, listening to it on the way to work, at work, on the toilet, on a treadmill, in the gym, clanging and banging. And you better believe I'm going to be doing my part. Okay, because you guys are investors, but I'm the CEO. We're on the ground floor together because as great as this show is right now, it's going to be better because what it is today is not what it's going to be in a year from now because you're either getting better or you're getting worse, but you're never staying the same. And I'm not into going backwards. I'm only into going forward. So, little food for thought, you know. Uh, so, let's get to this fantastic episode. We have the one, the only, Demetrius Bronson here today. And I couldn't be more excited to have this dude on the podcast. Okay. Demetrius was a talented, well, still is, but his athletic career, dude started Eastern Washington University as a running back. And the dude, did his damn thing to the point where Seattle Seahawks were like, yo, we need you on the squad. Spent about two years in the NFL. Then he took his talents to the WWE. That's where I met Demetrius. And I'm damn glad that I did. Cause when I met him, I was like, damn, this boy has the it factor. And he just has this like natural, uh, motivating, inspiring, just presence to him. But you know, some things transpired that forced him to pivot out of the WWE, and, and we talk about it in this episode, uh, which took him to where he is now as a personal trainer. He has his personal training business, 53 Squad. Now, this isn't like any other personal training squad that you've seen before, right? It's not just like a program, follow this, I'll get you big and strong. No, this dude cultivated a culture. Like, he's not just getting you bigger and stronger. He's helping you improve in other aspects of your life. He's a leader in his community. Children, adults, he's helping them grow physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. This dude, I can't say enough about him. I'm happy that I have him on the show. I'm happy all of you are going to get to listen to him because we talk about some good shit. How... The true key to success is helping other people win. How not to lose enthusiasm from one loss to the next because that adversity on the other side of it is where true growth is. That's that's where you're going to get set up to win big in this lifetime. We also talk about the equally powerful motivator to knowing your why is knowing your why not. We talk about all that and much more. On this episode of Spark in the Dark. Go, 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 go. Be ready for 
with you, my man. I, so it's been a little bit since we've been able to keep up. I mean, we stay in touch, right? You know, yeah, I'm yeah. shooting you a text every yeah. now and then. I'm seeing yeah. you do something, doing something pretty impressive yeah. in the weight room. You know what I Likewise. mean? Or something, something getting me <laughs> juiced up because you're always doing something that's yeah. getting me juiced up. So I'm seeing something. I'll shoot you a little text, a little DM, whatever. Yo, keep it up, big dog or yep. whatever. Yep. Brief little catch up. But now I got you in the crib. Yes, sir. I got you at the drop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what's going? So what's going on? I see you doing that fifty-three squad, right? I see you inspiring everyday people to do extraordinary things. Yeah, man. Um, shoot, got that going. That's it's been going great just since after, um, you know, after I got out of wrestling, just being able to talk to people on a on a different level and be able to just uh, implement health and fitness in their everyday lives, man. It's, it's great. Something that uh, I didn't really see, you know, myself doing, being a trainer, being a uh, motivator and talking out to big crowds and corporation. But uh, what did you see yourself being if you didn't see yourself doing that? Because, like, dude, ever since I met you, I'm just like, this dude is just like (laughs) a motivation. You know what I mean? I like I hear like it's just one of those things where certain people got it. You know what I mean? And like you got your head on your shoulders and like like. I've got a keen eye for bullshit and ass <laughs> mofos. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I know when yeah, someone's yeah. a hard worker yeah. and when someone's not a hard worker. Yeah. And when we started working together, that's, like, one of the things I do when I'm, like, peeping out all the new yeah. guys that come in to work. Because, like, so many jokers get yep. to, like, get into the yes. door because everybody's, yeah, like, yeah. a little gypsy, yeah. you know what I mean, entertainer. <laughs> so you can fake it, you know what I yeah. mean, for a yeah. good little bit. So there's a little time period that you'll have. I have at work, you know yeah. what I mean? Somewhere yeah. between six months to a year where I need to know someone before I can really, really yeah. know what they're about. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. when you're at a plate, like, like where we were at in yeah. the WWE, which is where we met yeah, that training center, we're all around each other so much with so many different interactions that you find out who someone is after enough time around them. You know what I mean? And I saw it with you. I was like, yo, this dude, <laughs> not only like he's, he's saying what he's saying, mm-hmm. but he's doing what he's doing. You know yeah, what I mean? He's yeah, backing yeah, it all man. up yeah. and do it. And dude, you would do it in a way, honestly. So like you were, had this big personality, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know anybody that's ever said a bad word about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, which is like hard to say, especially when you have a big personality. Cause sometimes when you got a big personality, yeah. it makes little personalities. Yeah. Feel good, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so they don't like it, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's not a you thing. It's like a them thing. Just yeah. you existing kind of can like, I don't know, could be too much for people, right? But like, I, this I've never met anybody like you, bro. Just everybody's like, yo, that Demetrius, you know what? I love him. You know what I mean? You just got this energy to you that just makes people feel uh, like it just feels, it's like this positive, infectious energy. Mm, mm, and mm. Uh, I imagine that that's probably why no one really has anything bad to say about you. Nah, man, I appreciate that. You know what? I, I just think this life is short, right? And And why just be negative about things why just you know um wishing you shoulda coulda instead of just going out there and doing it right um knowing that there's going to be trials and mountains you're going to have to climb but like at the end of the day it's you right and i I started to notice at an early uh time just in the in my late 20s like man it's not about me winning but it's about that next person winning because if i can bring them up they're going to bring everybody else up and then we're going to have a better place. You know I'm saying, so that's just the outlook I, I take on just me. The rising me. tide yeah. raises all boats. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, just being that leader, being that, that, that light in people's 
just live and stuff like that. Obviously, you have to go through things to see that side of it. Most to, definitely, you know, To help people on the other side. But, you know, it's uh, that's just the outlook I take and that, you know, if we actually tried to be our best self each day, man, what would that look like, right? It, it this This whole world would just be a totally different place if we really just was like, you know what? I'm a win today and by start by winning the next second, the next minute, the next hour, and then I'm going to transition that into the next day, man. So that's the outlook I take on things, man. And, and um, That's like compound interest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like when you think about it with money, like this is something that I've been like learning about money is like if you like when you save money and then there's like interest and you compound that interest, like that little bit yep. turns into a lot yeah, really yeah. quick. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, like this, when I understood that, immediately I just thought about like athletics. Yeah. Whether it's like strength training, speed training, skill acquisition, any of the things that come with like training your body for mm-hmm. whether you're just like a, a weekend, you know what I mean? A, like a athletic enthusiast, you know, physical preparation enthusiast, or if you're like a skilled athlete, right? Yeah. There is a, the correlation to compound interest is like you just – you do a little bit every single day. Mm-hmm. You do a mm-hmm. little bit, you get a little bit better. You know what? Because some days are going to suck. Yep. Some days are just not going to be that good, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're going to just not feel, dude, today yeah. I worked out, bro. My freaking, my neck, yeah. my shoulder's still kind of banged up from the accident. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I was feeling like shit. I wanted to really kind of get after it. Yeah. But I kind of worked around it. And I just jumped rope today. did some light body weight, mm. body weight stuff. And yeah. I got a good sweat in. And like... I did something. My body felt better coming out of it than it did going into yeah. it. You know what I yeah. mean? And sometimes that's a win on the day, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, cause there's been plenty of times where I've been able to give 110%. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, those are good. Those are great days, yes. bro. But yeah. like the, you're going to have more bad days than you're going to have yeah. good days. Yeah. At least early on. Mm-hmm. Now, when, as you, that compound interest comes in, right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. That compound interest of just getting a little bit better yep. every single day in like 10 years. Cause that 10 years is going to pass, right? Yeah. Regardless yep. whether you get better every Quick. single day or not. Yeah. But if you put that just that little bit for 10 years, like next thing you know, you're going to be so much like beyond where you were. And yeah. then when you grow from that, that next level, yeah. That growth isn't the same as it was earlier on because you've like, been through it. You've been through the storm, right? You, and you know how to attack it. You know, uh, a lot of times we're, we're afraid of storms or things that happen. We try to run away from it instead mm-hmm. of if we go through those hard times. If we um, just suffer for a little bit, we know it's going to get better, right? And when it does, you're gonna be like, "Gosh, I'm glad I went through that." Instead of running away from it, because when the storm really does come. We don't know how to how to how to take it on. Instead, we you know a lot of us just kind of crawl up and, and instead of rising up, right? You know. The uh, I think that that is something a lot of people could could use in their life. Yeah, is a little bit. You got to find ways to add adversity in your life yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, especially living in a living in a place. I feel like the world has got, at least we're fortunate enough to live in America and live in a place that's like, there's a lot of luxuries provided to us that like, even our parents weren't provided and their parents. And I mean, if you just think like X amount, like real, like outside of our lifetime, really quick, like, 
you know, things weren't that great. But yeah. we live in a place where things have gotten, like, technology-wise, things are so easy for us yeah. humans, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like, I'm saying like a lot. I'm like, it's like, it's like, I'm like, people at home are like, yo, dude, shut the head, just spit it out. <laughs> so, uh, they, um. What was I saying? I lost my damn. <laughs> you were talking about, about like, I like. What was no, I no. saying right before? Like, what was I saying right? Before? I was on a point. You, I had a point. Yes, you were. You were building up. Uh, let's go back. Um, Compound interest. Yes. <laughs> nah. Okay, we gotta fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Not not as many good days. Yes. A lot of bad days. A lot of bad days. Yeah. Oh, this was, bro. I remember. There we go. Right, I there remember. We go. Adversity, bro. Okay. There Adversity. we go. There we go. <laughs> Need a little bit of adversity. <laughs> like, like we you just. Know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, bro. I just got. I just banged my head like a month and a half yeah. ago. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I got a little. Yeah. He got a little excuse there, even though I just think it was some for, for some no. forgetfulness. Yeah. Man, I'm just trying to figure out. I remember calling you because we were supposed to hang out or whatnot, something like that. And, uh, or I texted you or something. It was one of those. I know it was one of those, but, uh, we were supposed to do something. And then you're like, no, oh, we're supposed to lift. I think. Yeah. We're dude, supposed to yeah, work out. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I'm like, yo man, when are we doing this? And you calmly was just like, yep. I just got thrown out of the, uh, my vehicle. Um, something, 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 but I'm all right though. I'm gonna beat it. As I, I'm sitting there like, what? Like, how does somebody recover as calmly as you did, right? And just come back. And now, you know, you got all this, these things are going for you. You're still moving and shaking. How do you just set your mind in a place to where you're not going to lose? Because you could have just said, you know what? This is it. I'm, I'm out the car. You know what? Just got released from WWE. Um, things are going bad. But instead, you're sh- you're moving. W- w- how do you get your mindset to be like that, or how do you just keep it pushing? W- what's this? What's your secrets? <laughs> how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I am a huge like something. I take like is kind of like uh, kind of like my code. Yeah, is like I try to be as real and authentic to who I am as possible. Yep. And like, I say a lot of things. I'm loud at times. I can be opinionated because I feel a certain way about something, but I feel that way. And I am that way because like that comes from right here. Mm. You know what Mm. I mean? Yeah. And like the way I carry myself, the way I think, you know, we're talking about mindset development. You know what I mean? Like I'm a kid that grew up in a trailer park across the street Mm. from the projects. Yeah. Like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to be a grunt. Yeah. I'm supposed to be doing hard labor. Mm. I'm supposed to get, begin running to the ground for some yeah. low wages or in jail. You yeah. know what I mean? Or something worse. Yeah. That's like where I'm supposed to be right now. So statistically speaking, like, I, d- I had to do something extraordinary to kind yeah. of get out of my circumstances. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I had a vi- I don't even know how to get, where to kind of give credit to this because, as young and as 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 far back as I can remember, I had a vision mm-hmm. of like who I was and like how I was gonna be, mm. and like as far back as I can remember. Yeah, and it's changed over the years, and that vision has gotten it. it it's adjusted. Yeah, it's kind of changed, 
but like it's all it's gotten brighter you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i've always kind of known what i wanted to stand for and i learned at a young age that like you can change your circumstances based on like your thoughts yeah mm-hmm. on your actions like yeah. you can if you work hard towards something like you can get better yeah. if i pour everything that i have into this one thing and I focus all of my energy, all my might, all my thoughts and prayers into this one thing, I can make this happen. Yeah. And like, I just know because I know if I don't give up, I can't lose. Mm. Mm. And like, I was always somebody, I was very competitive when I was younger because I wanted something more for myself. And I yeah. thought like I could be more than what I am. Yeah. And I wasn't afraid to lose. Mm. I would compete anybody, with anybody in anything, you know? Yeah. And I would lose a lot of times. A lot of times I did anything when I was younger. I sucked. I would mm-hmm. lose. But I was like, I would get done. I'd be like, no, I want to, let's go again. If it was a race and I lost, let's race again. Yeah. If I lost again, let's race again. <laughs> I knew if I could keep going, I would eventually beat you. Same thing with anything mm. that I've done. I just was like, I'm just going to outwork you. I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll dig a trench deeper than anybody. Yeah. Because like, this has been the biggest thing for me to have to answer your question because this may be a little long winded <laughs> but I I knew uh, I knew that like you couldn't I would dig in the trenches bro yeah I'm gonna dig a deeper trench bro when Will I heard Will Smith one time say I have no talent I have no skill but mm. only difference between you and I is if we get on a treadmill like I will have to die before yes, I get yeah, off this yeah, I before that. Yep. you mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. just resonated with me so much yeah so mm-hmm. much and I just knew that if I never gave up you couldn't beat me and I would just keep getting better do you think that's um already born inside of you or is that something you can learn because I, I I keep going back and forth in it like <sighs> I don't know. Is it a skill or is it something innate already? You know, what, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> Dude, that's a tough question, bro. Yeah, Cause yeah, like yeah. I, I, I think about that a lot. Yeah. And I wonder, I was like, dude, is this going to be something that in like 20, 30 years, we realize that this is like that, like it's a gene. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, somebody has yeah. this like ambitious gene inside yeah, of them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or determination. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like, I feel like for me, like it's just perseverance. Yeah. If you could just, mm. you know what I mean? If you can just put up with whatever, no matter how, like how hard, how difficult it was, like if it's better, if I can get better doing yeah. it, no matter how hard it is, I'm going to do it. Mm. If it's going to get me what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And The main reason for like what has kind of kept me, you know, I was able to bounce back so quickly with this. People are like, yeah. man, I just love this positive attitude you're, yeah. you're having. And it's like, I don't know how, you know what I mean? I don't really know how to not have a positive attitude when adversity hits because I've had it happen so many times, but I've just, I've been fortunate enough to have the strength to bounce back every time. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I know what I'm running from. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, it's, it's easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's easy to keep going towards a goal when you Mm. know what you're running from. Mm. Like a lot of people say, what's your why? Yeah. And that's cool too. know your why. But like, I know my why not. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know, I I know. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I know what hell looks like. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's totally true. Like, you know, um, 
I was having a conversation with my wife the other day and she was like, why are you always such a ninny or, you know, about keeping stuff clean or about um, not wasting food and, you know, this and that. And I just said, listen, I don't, I've seen that, right? I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back to, um, you know, barely being able to pay the bills and, and uh, you know, uh, food, you know, coming from different places and stuff like that. So I'm going to uh, cherish everything, you know, or look at it in a different light because I, I don't want to go back down that road that I uh, came from. But then I think about, man, what if the road was different? Would I be different? Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's almost like that road was made for us. Yeah. You know, to because we are the, it, it was in the plans. Right. You know, and so uh, it's just, you know, if, uh, I, I see it time and time again, especially training athletes. You get two different sides of the coin. And that's why I'm always like, gosh, you get one person, a go all out, not as talented, but will give you everything they got. Person B, not as determined, has all the talent in the world. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like, gosh, what makes you tick? You know, I still keep asking myself, D, what makes you tick? It's an ongoing question, you know, and uh, you start to think about my why or what I'm running from, mm -hmm. right? But even then, you're like, man, how do I keep going and pushing myself? Because a lot of times, who's pushing us, you know? Well, that's where, that's where the, like, that's where you got to learn how to harness your competitiveness when yeah. you are a competitive person. Mm -hmm. um, I, and I think you can like develop habits, whether you're a competitive person or not. Yeah. I think it really comes down to building habits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like habits, yeah. like motivation is fleeting. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can watch a video, be yeah. around a person and be motivated in the moment exactly, or, yeah. or motivated briefly after, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. after the incident. But three, four, six months in, a year in, yeah. five years, ten years. I'm 20 years into training. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I imagine you're probably somewhere mm -hmm. similar. Same. Yep. It can't be motivation. It can't <laughs> It can't be all rah-rah. You know yeah. what I mean? There's yeah. got to be habits ingrained. There has to be, like, you got you got to know your why. Yeah. And you got to know your why not. Yeah. Mm. And I think when you're competitive – thing that you see with a lot of guys in athletics when they come out they just kind of like let themselves go physically yeah, you know yeah, yeah, like some yeah. of that comes down to is like they didn't re they didn't move their mm. their goals ahead they didn't mm. like they kind of they hit it they hit That's a goal it. yeah and then they never reset their goals but like you you've got to always have mm. like what you're shooting for almost has to be ever moving yeah it has yeah. to be an unhittable target <laughs> and yeah, not yeah, and that's yeah. why you can't have an unhealthy uh relationship with like being something yeah you know what i mean yeah. like that's why you have to just be mm -hmm. and because you're mm -hmm. gonna change yeah you know what i mean and sometimes those things that you're you're reaching after are going to change yeah. and they're gonna force you to change but like you need to go in that that direction mm -hmm. you know what i mean and your intuition will lead you i think a lot of people kind of neglect their, that gut feeling you get. You got to go for the gut feeling. I'm a fan. Like when I feel something, it's coming from somewhere. And that gut feeling is strong. Like yeah. for me, it's strong, you know. And I've made decisions that people are like, D, what are you doing? I'm like, listen, I, <laughs> I got to go. Uh -huh. 
you know, and then it makes sense later, you know. Um, but that, you know, I think we we think too much or we just don't do, right? You know, everybody's afraid to, that gut feeling can also be, you know, jumping off that bridge. You don't know where you're going to land at. But Bro, like, when you're willing to bet on yourself, yeah, yeah, any decision is a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what people can't understand when they when you make these crazy decisions They're like, Dude, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't see what I see. Yeah. And you don't know what I know. Mhm. 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 And that's why you'll never understand. But it's like that's okay. They don't we they don't trust themselves. You know, I feel like um we're we're safe with being safe. Yeah. Right? Instead of really get uncomfortable. <laughs> like you know, it just, yeah, maybe you flat, fall flat on your face, but you, you learn from that lesson and go get uncomfortable again. We just, we want that, you know, that safe base. And I, I just, the ones that take that road of like, you know what, that gut feeling and go get it. I just feel like those are the, some of the most phenomenal people because they're, they're, like you said, they're betting on themselves that they will win. And Nine times out of ten, from them going after that, they will. It might not be what they thought at first, right? But um, something, something good will come from it. You know what I'm saying? So I think, at the end of the day, you know, obviously that success isn't. Yeah, success isn't linearly. You know, mm -hmm. so it's yeah. like. When you bet on yourself, sometimes you're going to go through some hard times. You need to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, they're going to feel like losses. Yeah. But they're just lessons. You yeah. know what I mean? For you yeah. to re, like, because that, that direction that you were going yeah. was the wrong one. So you had Maneuver. to, you had to, you had to hit mm -hmm. that wall, hit that pothole. So you'd be like, okay, this ain't the road that I'm supposed to be taking. Yeah. This ain't the path. I gotta, I don't got to turn the car around. Yeah. You don't got to turn the car around. Yeah. <laughs> You just got to redirect <laughs> or sometimes pull it over and change yeah. the tire. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And sometimes no, you got to call AAA, but like yeah. you don't ever turn back around, <laughs> you know? And so you like learn these lessons. Yeah. You learn like yeah. they're just little lessons for you to keep going or to redirect to get to where you're going. And then to keep making you stronger because each lesson that you learn, you're stronger. Like, okay, you, I got that under my belt. I went through that. Boom. You hit another bump. Da, 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 da. Boom, you hit another bump. So, like, you're getting stronger as you're getting towards your goal. So, when the, each storm keeps coming, you're like, oh, I'm winning. Let's go. You know, let's take it on instead of, like you said, hitting that reverse button, right, to where you're eh, running away from it. And then you don't ever know what it's going to feel like to be in that position to get to the top. And so, um, and stay your course. I think a lot of times we – we try to go other people's courses instead of really digging down deep and finding what is best for me and, and your situation. We see other people, oh man, they're doing this and they're doing that, you know, but it, it, uh, it's came from somewhere, right? Um, no matter what anybody says, I mean, they were working at it somewhere doing something late nights, early mornings, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just, um, do we got to go for it? Well, another thing people don't realize yeah. is those experiences that they've, they're going through those failures that they're, they, you know, perceived failures that they're going through the hard lessons that they're going through. Those are experiences. Yeah. And like mm. a part of life, 
least what I've learned on yeah. my time on this planet, you know, mm-hmm. is, is experiences. And the only way to truly get to know yourself is to expose yourself mm. to as many experiences as possible. Yeah. So in that process of going through experience to experience and sometimes them being rough, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not being the nicest experiences, mm-hmm. some of them being great experiences, yeah. some yeah. of them being somewhere in between. In that process, you learn more about yourself than you originally knew yeah. when you first took the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you get to where you thought your destination was, you know, you're on, you're on to something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or you found and learned that there's like something else within you that, you know, that is your true calling. Yeah. And I think a lot of times as we get caught up in, we set that goal and it's just, it's concrete, right? Yeah. And then as you're trying to get to it and you get to it, maybe sometimes obtaining that goal isn't necessary. Yeah. Or is not what's right or is not what's best for you because mm-hmm. you've grown and changed along the way. Yeah. So it's like, yo, I got to redirect because, you know, maybe you take a, there was like a, you had a goal at hand, a certain job that you wanted and you had all these prerequisites that you had to hit before you got there. And along the way of hitting those prerequisites, you kind of started learning things about yourself, you know, yeah. that you didn't know before and, and what you once thought you wanted, you know, at, whatever job it is that or goal that you were seeking after once you get there you realize oh well this was you know something that i thought i wanted at this time but i really wanted this other thing yeah and you know if it's a job opportunity a lot of times people just take it because it seems secure and safe yeah right we get back to what Mm -hmm. we were talking about Mm -hmm. and they they never it takes them more time you know what i mean to get some people never leave that job you know they stay there for 40 years and get a pension and retire off into the sunset and they live old with eyes full of regret yeah you know but but sometimes people figure it out and they redirect and sometimes that takes it takes more time yeah than others and sometimes you know people make the decision because they trust themselves they trust their gut yeah and they saw you know they listened you know sometimes when you just truly like get quiet and listen you know like you start your body starts telling your mind starts (laughs) telling you things you know what i mean oh yeah like what you really should be doing that connection to you you know I, i think here's everybody has something special to offer we're all unique Right, not one. Uh, I think gene is the same, right? Or not one body is the same. And I've my assumptions is, if we are not seeking what that is, then we're holding it on somebody else, right? From not reaching what their full potential is. And so for me, you know, people would always ask, "D, what are you doing for your lives? How are you eating? You know, um, what's the thing? How do you keep driving and this and that?" For me, I would always be quiet about it, right? You know, just you know, just be quiet, kind of go about my business. But until I started understanding that, man, people, you know, they want to know what you have to offer that special thing. And you know, once you start, once I started figuring out, okay, man, inspiring people, motivating people was that was that thing, and you started giving back, you started seeing more wins in people. Right. Yeah. Instead of just yourselves. Now, you you know, you, you're not only are you bringing up yourself, you're bringing up everybody else around you, too. But it's that special thing that we have to find 
for ourselves that differentiates us me from you right whatever that i is. take it i bet you you get like you get a positive buzz when you when you bring people up right yeah you yes, know what i mean yes, like so yes. you feel like a almost like you feel physical like a positive physical reaction to your body based on helping out yes yes yeah there's a power there's something to that dude there's <laughs> some dude i'm telling you there's something to like having you know what i mean i think a lot of people don't do enough things for other people around them and i yeah. think if we did more for those around us we do more for ourselves yeah yeah, yeah. there's like it's like Selfish. you gotta you gotta give to get to yeah. receive yeah you can't yeah. just always be taking yes and yeah. i think as young men and women like we our brains are so simple like all we yeah. can't a lot of times we just think that we're the only people that exist, right? We we don't, yeah. a lot of times people don't realize that there's other people in the world that matter, right? And that's the thing. And they live in their own world. And then there's like something happens in everybody's life where they go, they realize there's like this little, I call it the spark in the dark. <laughs> and this little spark goes off in the dark, right? And it just catches your attention, yep. right? Yeah. And you realize that you've been living your whole life in the dark. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm. And, and that mm. darkness is you not knowing shit. Yeah. Yeah. But you thinking that you know everything. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm. And some people live their whole lives in the dark. Yeah. But others, they see that spark. And some will pay attention to it and wait for the next spark to go off. And then the next one. And then the next thing you know, that spark starts a fire and then it burns down the whole forest. Right. And then afterwards, the, you know, everything's cleared and like you realize. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Oh damn! I didn't know shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now I know a little bit more. But I'm, now I'm realizing how much more shit I still don't know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it, that now, you know, to get to that, I think a lot of people need to do a little bit of. Uh, I don't even. But, they got to do a little more introspective work, I think, to get there. I think for me, that's what that's what helped me to get there, and I think more people kind of need that. You know. I think we don't want each other, each other, each other, gosh, can't talk to win. Right. And so um, we're all about ourselves. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so if you understand that, man, it's really not a me factor. Yes. Everybody has goals and aspirations and things they want to achieve and get in life. But how much better if you bring that person next to you up with you that wants to go? Yeah. Right. Because now instead of you trying to achieve your goal, right, by all this negativity around pretty soon, it's going to pull you down. Right. Yeah. You know, but if you have a goal and you start wanting others to achieve their goals right now, they're winning. Now you're getting that positive energy and that positive vibe off them. It's contagious. Right. Yeah. Now. Now you're in a world where everybody's trying to be their best selves, right? To, man, you know, and it's a simple saying, but dude, you got to think about that. Like if everybody's trying to be their best selves, then they're bringing people up. Then we're acting as a team, right? Then the, the vibe is up, right? The positivity is up. Yeah. But if we don't care, then it's just a no care uh, world. And that's how you see things are on one spectrum or the other. Yeah. I, uh, what would you say? So like, that's, this is what you do. This is what you do at 53 squad yes, right? with all, yeah, the, all the yeah. people that you train, you, you yeah. try and help and bring them up. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, do you, do you find, 
I imagine most of the people that come there are looking for something, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. A little, yeah. little motivation, little, you know, kind of get them going to kind of help them build habit habits mm-hmm. and the things to start, you know, build a life, a healthy lifestyle. And then it's, you know, it's nice to be around like-minded people as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's like kind of gravitate towards that. Cause maybe not everybody, you know, some people aren't into, you know, I think there's some people that are a little bit more sensitive to energy. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. like they're a little bit more, you know, they're not as extroverted. They're more introverted. And sometimes maybe social gatherings aren't really their thing. Yeah. You know? So like maybe those people aren't attracted. Yeah. You know what I mean? To maybe events like that. You know, that's, but it, I think it's your job as a trainer to find that and bring them out of that. Right however you can do that yeah. and so instead of just i just you know thinking of training as you know we're gonna go throw some weight around you know um do a couple of burpees and call it a day we're creating a lifestyle within the lifestyle there has to be habits right yeah and within that with those habits you're you're in that my trainer right so if you're if i'm training somebody three days a week um every month right you know so that's Three, six, nine, what, 12? What is that, an hour? Yeah, an hour, hour each session? Yeah, hour each session, yeah. give or take, right? Um, so you're seeing them about, what, 60 time, times? Yeah. Something like that, right? You mean a year or a, a year. month? Uh, no, 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 a year. Yeah. Yeah. And so you are you are able to have an imprint on their lives now, right? The thought is, when somebody's coming to you, you can't look at them as a client. You have to look at them as they are coming to me for help. This is my chance to help change their life around now. And so that's why learning each person, learning about them, learning, um, you know, getting to getting them to be as a team, right? In anything that we do, it's all a team. It's all teamwork, right? And so if we can learn how to work together as a team and not only as a team, but be a family, right? right? That um, that they know somebody cares, that they know somebody's wanting them to win, that they that they know somebody wants them just to be their best self. So you're adapting, like you're adapt to each yep. of your your you know your clients, members, uh, you know, of yeah. your squad. Yeah. You are you know you're kind of you're you're you you know. Each, you know, certain people react and respond to different things. So you're kind of figuring out kind of people's personalities, what they respond well to, what they don't respond well to. Mm -hmm. You try and kind of tailor that to help motivate them. You know what I mean? Because it's like everybody's different. Yeah. You know, it's like for football, I learned, you know, early in my like career, like I've kind of always found myself in like leadership positions on all my teams. Yeah. In high school, I can like, you know, I was a cat, one of the captains on the team. And I could look back at like in leadership positions where, uh, I just thought everyone could handle, like I could talk to everyone the same way I talk, like how yeah. I talk to anyone is how I could talk to everybody yeah, yeah. on the team. And then like, I realized, Oh no, I can't. As I got older and was like, Oh no, no dummy. You can't do that. You know what yeah, I mean? Everybody's yeah, different. Yeah. Certain people come from different backgrounds, environments They kind of respond and react to yeah. different things, different ways. Some dudes you can call people, call them out. You know what I mean? In front yeah. of anybody. Yeah. You know what Some I mean? To push their buttons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other people got to pull them to the side, mm, you know, mm. kind of put an arm around them. You know what I mean? Show them a yep. little, be yep. a little bit more, uh, 
have a little bit more tact with the way you deliver something, yeah. you know, because yeah. some people need that blunt force trauma. You yeah. know what I mean? There's yeah. some people, yeah. I feel like I was one of those athletes. I yeah. needed you to yell and cuss at me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I needed, like I was a dummy. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm looking now, I was like, oh, there's some people that can, they can just put their arm around me like, yo, listen, dude, you know what I mean? Like you're showing up a little late to prior. We don't think you're giving enough effort or like yeah. you're supposed to, you know, you got the B gap here instead yep. of the c yep. gap like yep. come on bro yep. i could have got talked to like that instead of getting mf do you yeah. know what i mean get chewing <laughs> chewing tobacco in my eyes oh my you God. know what i mean those are the days uh man. those are those old line coaches bro those old line <laughs> coaches are the craziest out of all the coaches yeah. old line coaches the craziest yeah. line coaches yeah no nah, hands down yeah. hands down d line i don't know my d line might be yeah but those d line Sons of bitches, bro. I hate me a D line. I hate me a D line. The only reason why I have respect for D line because it's a physical like they got to deal with us yeah, all line. Yeah, you know that's what true. I mean? That's true. But yeah, them boys, true. listen to this: the only position on the field, bro, maybe only position in any sport yeah, yeah. where you could grade out at one percent, bro. You could have the worst day ever. Yeah. But if you have that game-ending sack, you're good. You're the hero. <laughs> you know what I mean? And offensive line is the opposite. Because uh, it's like, as offensive line, you could have, you could grade out 99%. Yeah. But that last play, you gave the sack up. It's over. Everyone's just going to be dogging you, yeah. bro. Yeah. Everyone's going to, because yeah. O-line's the only position that gets no no shine. Yeah. They no, get yeah. no shine. They need more. need more love. Hogs up front, man. Because Cor cornerbacks are kind of similar. Because, yep. like, a cornerback's the same way. Like, you yeah, could have yeah, a yeah. great game, but if you get burned one time, bro, it's, it's, it's like, done. yo, get him off yeah. the field, yep. bro. Yep. Get him off the team. Yeah, he sucked. Man. I told y'all you, you should have <laughs> re-signed him last year. You know what I mean? People at home are like, man, cut him. Cut him. But they have the opportunity for a pick six. Yes. And that's, there's they, glory with the pick yes. six. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. There ain't no glory in the pancake. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though it is the most exhilarating feeling yes. in the world, yes. bro. When you take another man, you get, especially when you feel it happening, bro, there's this feeling, bro, when you get and you know the they perfect can't fit, they bro. Can't you get the perfect fit underneath them, and you either catch them off balance, or they try, like they were out of position and tried getting Boom. back into position. Yeah. You know? You just get right underneath them. You get both hands under them shoulder pads. You lift that boy up. You've got your hips running, bro. You feel his feet come off. His whole body just clenches up because they don't know. Football players don't like being off their feet. Yes, you know what yeah, I mean? And no, when you, no, especially no, when no, you no. get lifted. Up. It's yeah. like a forklift. When it happens, bro, it feels like a forklift is lifting you up, and there's nothing you can do. You just take a man from point A to point B against his will, bro, and it's just like the best feeling ever. The drop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude you miss those days man like you know just uh playing and and um smelling that grass i said that the other day i was like man i miss the smell of grass and my my athlete thought i was crazy i was like you know like you don't get it like i'm the it brings back just childhood memories football memories like just standing on like freshly cut grass um what um you miss those days, man? I don't miss that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I don't miss that shit, though. No, nah, bro. I'm, uh, dude, I'm happy it's over, bro. I made peace, dude. So yeah. I made I made peace. Honestly, when I was done playing football, bro, I was done. Yeah. I was I was yeah. okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. honestly. And I don't really watch too much football anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been kind of jonesing a little bit recently. Yeah. Um. 
just because like so much there's been almost so much tur- turnover since like oh my I, gosh. since yeah. I've got done playing yeah. to like yeah. now that like there's like a lot of guys in the league that like I don't even I'm not even too up on anymore. Yeah. Which at yeah. a point I knew who everybody, everybody in the league was. I yeah. knew who everybody in the league was and I knew where they went to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like wow. you know right. what I mean? That well that's that Madden, bro. Yeah, that's yes, I learned yeah, all yeah. that that Madden career <laughs> mode. You get that franchise mode, I'd be trading players. Man, my son beat race. me the other day in Madden. I'm oh, hot. Oh damn hot. Bro. Like we're for shoot? Like you were No like were you trying? The, okay, the first quarter, I was like, oh, I'm messing around. But then I was like, dude, he's actually good. These little kids on these video games, man, like, oh, my gosh. They would have probably blown us out the water when we were kids. <laughs> dude, it's, so what was it? I, I had video games pretty early. I like to take pride in my video game yeah, skills. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not ready to relinquish that to this, these new up-and-comers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been out the uh, game for a little bit because I haven't yeah. had a TV or a video game console in six yeah. years. Oh, jeez. Six, six years. years, dog. Six years going on seven. So nope. what was the last? 360. 360, huh? Yeah. Wow. What's the notion behind that? Uh, I'm such a competitive person yeah. that, like, yeah. I got to be good at all the video games. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I can't be bad at the video yes. games. I got to be good. And to be good, you got to put time in. Yeah. And yeah. as right. much as I enjoy playing video games, I don't. I don't want to waste, like, time is very limited. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like... As much as I love it, it's not really a priority in what I'm doing. I'm yeah. not trying to make any money off of playing video games. Yeah. Which, like, you could do if you got a Twitch stream. Yeah. Which, I'm about to start a Twitch stream. Dude. But we're not playing video games on it. I'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to start a show. <laughs> I'm going to start a show. I'm going to have a... Okay. Um, you know, this is, it, is, this is a drop exclusive. show or is it... It's, it's going to be a little... Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a little... It's going to be a little spinoff. It's going to be a second show. Okay. It's going to be a little different. So, so what else is in store? You got you got the that going... Um, I need to see you in a couple movies. I'm what, working you know, on that, bro. I'm working that. on that. I'm trying. I'm working on that. I hit up a couple casting agencies. Okay. And I, I got a portfolio and everything I sent to, to some casting agencies. Dude, I mean, you're 6'9", so, like 300 pounds. I mean, somebody got to. Yeah. I look good, too. I look good, too. When I take this shirt off, you know what I mean? The other day, I was like, man, because I've been eating a lot of calories since yeah. the accident yeah. had happened. And, uh. For those who don't know, we were talking about the accident earlier, but I was in a major car accident. I, yeah. I've told the story a bunch of times. Yeah, man, I'll probably, it. I'm going to tell it a bunch of more times. You can peep my page just tell for the again, story man. of me continuing this yeah. conversation. <laughs> I was in this car accident. Yeah. And so like, I've been jacked up from the car accident. So I've just been going hyper calories. Yeah. I've been going just big, big calories, That's, not yeah. really worrying about what I eat because mm-hmm. I've been in a caloric deficit for almost two years now mm. which is like awful it's not a very good thing to do yeah but what like, is that you know what what's my deficit yeah uh three thousand mm. deficit what the heck is <laughs> <laughs> hey bro you know what i mean there's a lot of muscle oh on this. there's a lot of muscle on this frame bro <laughs> You know what I mean? You, oh don't, my you don't get you don't get six nine two two ninety for no reason. <laughs> oh you got to eat big to get big. Yes, sir. I love <laughs> you know. Woo! I've man. been a big eater my whole life. Yeah, since I was a little kid. It's just it runs in my family. We're all big ass dudes. We're just big eaters. Man, so going like, um, where's your head at? How did you not get 
just what you missed everything, right? Or you or you got a bet? You got a um, oh, oh the accident, yeah, accident. Okay, yeah. so okay, so I mean, you can still check my Instagram posts. And there's a bunch of other <laughs> articles, bunch of other articles out there. But I'm gonna tell you guys are gonna hear the story again. You know, this is a new show. I gotta kind of yes, sir. repeat a bunch of yeah. shit. This is a good story too. It's a crazy story. It's a very profound moment when I write my book. You know, I'm yeah, my, my New York bestseller, the drop. You know that the drop's gonna have an episode for sure, or a, a chapter in it, and okay. like the accident, right? There you go. So, yeah, um, I was ejected out of the front window of yeah. the car. Right, I was in an accident. Boom, got ejected out of the front window mm. of the car. I had it, so I walked away from this incident. I got ejected through the front window as I came through. So I'm driving through this intersection, yeah. And I had a feeling like I was like, "This is a weird intersection," because I thought I was as I was approaching it, I was like, "Where's the red light?" And then there was like no red light. And then yeah. I was like, where's the stop sign? And then I didn't see the stop sign. And I was like, oh, this must be one of those intersections that only has stop signs, the only mm. one direction. Yeah. And. Sorry. Uh, one direct only has one direction. So I was like, okay. And continued through the intersection. As I did that, the next thing I remember is waking up on the concrete. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And there was like three people standing over top of me. There was people all over the place. Like it was like very chaotic. I barely remember. This was like, I didn't even remember this memory mm. right away. Yeah. I, I recalled this like maybe five days later because mm. I was telling the story so much. Yeah. I like had like almost like a flashback of oh, wow. that memory of waking up and getting up and having three people stand over top mm. of me and then me getting up and the one lady being like pleading with me like grabbing me she was uh she told me her name and she was like some sort of medical profession i, yeah. I don't remember can't remember her name for yeah. the death of me but i can remember this girl's face if i ever saw her mm. i would i would know yeah and she was just pleading with me not to move because like obviously i was just flung through the front window so she was probably trying to keep me immobilized until the paramedics yeah. got there yeah the Next thing that I remember, and this was the first thing that I remembered until I had that flashback, was getting put into the paramedics by the EMT. Mm. And then being strapped down to the board, having my head strapped down, mm. my neck in a harness, yeah. being completely just like strapped. And these 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 EMTs, bro, they were struggling trying oh, to get shit. my big ass. <laughs> struggling trying to get my big <laughs> ass up. Thirties over there, man. Over there. <laughs> so Somebody give us two straps, please. <laughs> Jeez. They're like, could someone give us a hand over here? And uh, <laughs> they're asking people, non non EMTs, to help them. So they get me in there and they strap me in and then I'm trying to, now I'm like kind of coming to being like, what has just happened to me? Yeah. And so I'm like kind of piecing everything together. So I'm asking the EMTs questions, you know, where am I? What happened? Am I going to be okay? Yeah. And I'm asking them about the person that I was realizing that I hit somebody, you know, mm. and being, or they hit me and being like, are they okay? And them answering all these questions and them being like, you were in a car accident. You were ejected through the front window. We pulled up onto the scene and you were on the concrete. Uh, we we're worried like you have, you know, we 
taking precautions for, you know, you've got a huge laceration on the back of your head. You've got road burn down the left side of your body. Like they're just telling mm. me everything that kind of happened. Yeah. And they're like worried about my, like some sort of spinal fraction or like brain bleeding. Mm. So I'm kind of running all these tests on my hands and fingers while I'm in there. I'm yeah. moving my it's fingers, sure. my yeah. hands, I'm moving, I'm strapped down so I can't move too much, but I'm flexing everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause I'm just yeah. like, I'm hyper aware of my body. I've been training it since I was yeah. 12 years old, you know? Yeah. And like, it's been like my craft and like, I take pride in being fully connected with my body, yeah. you know, all yeah. parts of it, you know, mm. kind of a part of like why I'm so, I love the, training process so much yeah you know like i I just i love my body i love studying and i love trying to increase like it's been so good to me you know what i mean so i try to be so good to it and so i'm just squeezing all the muscles (laughs) and feeling everything i'm like okay like i know they're worried that my neck's broken but like i don't think it's broken yeah you know and i had like this calm sense about over me that there was nothing wrong with me Finally, I got to, because I was like 40 minutes away from the hospital. Yeah. 35, 40 minutes away from the hospital. So they zipped me on over to Orlando. uh, It was like trauma center, Orlando trauma center. So I get in there and it's like a scene from ER, bro. Like there's just mad people waiting for you to get there. Mad doctors and nurses. They all had, they had, you know, the masks on because it was during COVID. Yeah. And, uh they start poking prod and running all these tests on me. Mm. Um, they couldn't find my wallet. So I was just in the system as John Doe. So I'm like trying to explain <laughs> to him who I am. You know I mean? <laughs> oh, John they, Doe XL. Wait, <laughs> John Doe XL. <laughs> <laughs> now, mama, yeah. How are we, wait, so you were kind of conscious? Um, oh, from, they were that, the from that point on. Uh, so from the ambulance on, yeah. I was completely hyper aware. Oh, wow. My dr- like Jeez. I was, dude, I was so aware. My senses were heightened. Mm. like exponential tenfold yeah because i couldn't really see anybody because i was like strapped i mean i could see but i was strapped down so i could only look up and out of the corner of my eyes and so (laughs) i was just like really focusing on like hearing yeah i was just like hearing all these conversations you know what i mean everybody's conversations yeah i was just trying to be super like tuned into everything that was Mm. going on so i just picked up a lot of the information via just hearing everything and my, like I said, my senses were just I'm trying to fit my, I was just like, dude, there's like, cause even I'm on like a month and month and a week, month and two weeks yeah. removed from the accident. Mm. March 28th was the accident. Mm. Uh, I don't have any memory from thinking this is a weird intersection to waking up on the concrete. Wow. Like I don't, I don't going through mm. the windshield. Yeah. Like not the collision through yeah. not through the windshield not landing on the concrete none of that i have mm. no recollection no brief mm. glimpse of anything nothing's co- i've talked about this story freaking a thousand times yeah <laughs> man and i like that's that's all that i have and like but that's you know i think it might be a good thing you know that's your yeah. body's like mechanism to like your brain's mechanism like yo some traumatic shit just happened to you bro like we got you. You don't need to know about this. You don't need to know about this. Okay, we got you out of this. You don't need to know about this. Yeah. Um, but then so then when I got into the hospital, they ran me through the through the CAT scan. Yeah, that was like the big ones. Get me into the CAT scanner, and they did a full length spine or full 
length scan of my spine. Yeah. Spine. Dyslexia. <laughs> Dyslexia. I refuse to get treated for it when I was a little kid. But deal with it my whole life. Full spine. Like, <laughs> the full scan, the full length scan of my spine. So from my my cervical all the way down. Yeah. You know, and then they did a scan on my brain. Mm-hmm. Then they did a scan on my pelvis and my left elbow because mm-hmm. my left elbow was jacked up. My left mm-hmm. hand and my left elbow were jacked up. Yeah. I think for, through contacts clues, when oh. I went through the window, oh. I roll. I think I planted with my left elbow yeah. and then rolled onto my back because yeah. all, all the, the road burn is on the left side of my body. Yeah. Left elbow, left wrist, left ass cheek, left shoulder, <laughs> left ankle. It was rough. Everything. Mm. The ass cheek was the worst. <laughs> bro, I had all that skin up off that head, bro. It hurt so bad, bro. It stung like a mother. Yeah, I'm, dude, even the little tiniest cut would sting. Imagine your whole just, gosh, leave. Mm. It was burned, too. Everything, dude, everything is healed up, bro, super wow. quickly. Uh, but they did, so they did the scan. They took me out took about 20, 30 minutes for the doctor to come in. And the doctor comes in and he just goes, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're from, but there ain't nothing wrong with you. Oh, geez. He was like, you got a concussion. You got a gnarly scar on the top of your head. We had to put five staples into it. And we're going to remove those staples and then put 10 stitches in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, because the way it looks like somebody just stuck it in a garbage disposal, bro. It's like somebody took a, a like a sawzall and just like oh. zzz, right oh. in the back of my shit. Jeez, like someone's yeah. trying to crack open yeah. a coconut. Yeah. <laughs> but this was not this coconut. <laughs> it was, they didn't want to get a piece of that uh, mind. Not, not was, this milk. <laughs> you ain't ready for this milk. All right, this milk haven't seen shit. <laughs> oh man. Um, so uh, so I had that, and then he was like, "You got road burn on a on the side of your body, like." Everything kind of came back negative. Yeah. He's like, there's no fractures. There's no breaks. Nothing. Dude. And I was like, I asked him again. And I was like, nothing. He was like, nothing. Man. Like, have you, has that sank in yet? Like, you're like, man, I'm, I walked out. I've gotten thrown out of my car. Walked out. I can feel everything. I got a couple of scratches. I got a bruise, you know, on the back of my head. Like, to be sitting here. Like, has that sunk in yet? Like, man, that's, you yeah. know, the percentage of, if, you know, if you were to do that again, right? So I'm not saying? sitting here. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm not sitting here. I'm either dead or worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, a uh, hundred times, 99 of them end really bad. Mm. And... Uh, mine, my incident, that one incident of mine, I got flung through that window. Yeah. And I got taken to the hospital at 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I walked up out of there at 11.30 a.m. the next day. Man. Then I walked. Yeah. Like, I got up out of my bed, stood up on my own, walked out of there, bro. Was there any ounce of negativity? Like, anything? Were you... Worried? Were you concerned? Were I was you? never worried, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and it was it was weird, dude. Because like, I because I did feel. I obviously there was fear, especially being strapped down. Yeah. You know what I mean. There, yeah. there was fear there, but there was also like this calm sense over me. Yeah. Of like, 
knowing that the, that I was okay. Mm. And I didn't have any business knowing that I was okay. Yeah. But I did mm. know that I was okay. Yeah. And I don't know why that feeling was there, but I just felt, felt this calm sense of like, I don't know if it's just because I've been through so many yeah. like traumatic experiences in my life, whether it was like, you know, life experiences or just, you know, I mean, I've been playing in collision sports since I was 12, you know? Yeah. I mean, those are like, the, you know, playing football is a super intense situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like wrestling is the same way. You know what I mean? You've got all this uh, performance anxiety on top of like the physical anxiety mm -hmm. of like being injured. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you've got double the anxiety and like as a wrestler, because it's like, okay, there's the, there's the fear of physical harm happening. Yeah. Someone, someone messing up someone being offbeat somebody being too aggressive yeah. you know what i mean you yeah. never know so so many different things can happen where you could get injured yeah. then there's the fear of performance you know what i mean like mm -hmm. oh like if i don't do this right or if i mess this spot up or if we don't do this sequence right like i'm not gonna get reactions and yeah then, like i'm you know they're gonna not like me or they're gonna boo me or whatever you know what i mean yeah like, yeah all those different even though mm. I, even though i like that <laughs> you know what i mean they fuel me out there Dude, you would live for them booze <laughs> um but they uh they so there's like that that you worry about and yeah like i you know so that's an extremely intense situation that i've been like subjugating myself through to over the years so i don't know if it's just like being in so many intense situations and being able to just know that you're at your best when you're at when you're the calmest yeah you know and it yeah. was just like because i could sense i could sense the nurses fear yeah. Like they yeah, were can, nervous. Yeah. And so I was just trying to stay calm and cool and be mm -hmm. lighthearted in the, in the, uh, in the, wherever they had me, where they had me in ICU. The, yeah. You know what I mean, they had, mm -hmm. cause they had me in the trauma center. Okay. So I was like, I was just trying to be calm and I was trying to be conversational to like with them. Cause like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I've just always found that it, it helps me too to just act like nothing's wrong yeah and just be calm it gets me into that mindset of just like being able to stay calm by not thinking about you know like oh my god this is intense but rather than just hey let me just talk to you let me just ask you know and they were yeah. some pretty nurses so I was, <laughs> I was flirting with them a little bit you know what I mean I was like yo I just went through the window the least I could do oh, is, stop is flirt with one of these pretty ladies come on girl I need some love right now I need some damn love I'm all busted up right now hurting I need some love girl <laughs> Let me at least flirt a little bit. <laughs> but to walk out, man, that's just, that's, um, that's cool, you know? And it almost makes you just be like, yep. Like you, we were talking on the phone uh, a couple of weeks back. There's more, there's more out there for me, you know, to go, to go get, to go achieve, you know? You Dude, know. so <laughs> as if I needed it before, it, like now, yeah. I was just like, I know that I'm destined for something. Yeah. Mm. Like as big as I am, as strong as I am, as much training as I did, yeah. all the little things that you could lead to, like what allowed me to walk away so unscathed, mm -hmm. right? There's a thousand different reasons. A lot of it's just the way I trained and uh, yeah. trained and some genetics, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. ain't too, <laughs> many, ain't no, too many people walking yeah. on the planet like yeah. me, you know yeah. what I yeah. mean? <laughs> So it's yeah. like, you know, there are some of those things can definitely be involved with why I was, I walked away yeah. right from that. But when you look at the car, yeah, 
look at how mangled it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was just, the, the dude, the wheel was off. Mm. The car was wrapped around. Like, as big as I am, like, those are 2,000-plus-pound vehicles moving at 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. compared. Like, I'm, like, my size is nothing to the force that was yeah. created yeah. through that collision. Mm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. would, it would be extremely arrogant yeah. for me to think that, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? It would be very arrogant yeah. for me. And which I, you know, I'm a bust of jokes. And I've been telling y'all, I've been telling y'all, I ain't dying till I'm 89. All right, it's known. All right, I had a clairvoyant read my okay. future. And she okay. said I'm gonna live a long, prosperous life until I'm 89 years old. 89, shoot for and, that 110. Well, she man. said, she said 89. She said at 89, I'm gonna start realizing it's time, and I may hold on mm. a little bit longer. Mm. And fight till like my mid nineties if I wanted to. Yeah. But she yeah. said at eighty nine, like I'm gonna be living the best life up until then. Anything after that. You know what I mean? It's, so yeah, you know, yeah, you got a yeah. big dog in the house <laughs> living till he's eighty nine. That's a great Danes don't hey, live that I, long, I need you know. To rub off some of that, man. Jeez. So, you know, like I said, I told yeah. y'all I ain't dying till I'm eighty nine. Yeah. But yeah. it'd be it would be very arrogant of me to think that. I had something to do with what happened. And like, I'm yeah. not the most spiritual person. Yeah. Even though I have been getting, I've been being drawn. Yeah. Like I've been being drawn spiritually the past two years. Yeah. And I don't know. Cause I'm the kid in the third grade that got kicked out of art class. Cause I was arguing with all my students <laughs> that God didn't exist. Jeez. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember yeah. bro. I blew it. Colleen. I had a crush on Colleen. <laughs> Uh, Colleen Spencer was her name. She's yeah. this cute little brunette chick. We'd always sit next to each other. Her and I got into an argument about God. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know where this came from. Cause my family's like Roman Catholic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're like religious. I don't know where it came from, but I was just like arguing. Like there ain't no God. <laughs> God don't exist. Cool, it's though. fake. And yeah. like my whole life, I've kind of been like anti-religion and not yeah. really yeah. like, or yeah. not really spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. And then over the past, I don't know past couple years i want to say maybe something's kind of been changing and then over the past two years i've been feeling like drawn yeah to my spirituality yeah and like i don't know where you know what i mean it's coming from but it's just like something in me yeah and after this incident you know what i mean like i don't want to be one of those people that like i'm born again you know what i mean yeah but like i just want to let y'all know that like something bigger than me saved me that day but that was your darkest moment to be able to realize, okay, I need to, I need to get on the bandwagon with something, believe in, in something, because that was almost like, you know, you're like, man, you had to realize, like, shoot, I could be six feet under, you know. Yeah. But, there's a lot of ways to look. You know, there's a lot of ways for yeah. me to interpret that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Interpret it from a religious standpoint or a spiritual yeah. standpoint. I was like, yo, I needed something that severe to kind of get through to yeah. me. That you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or it's just like one of those things. Or you know, you could just say I'm lucky. Statistically, yeah. you yeah. know, I just yeah. I hit the jack. You know, I hit the mm-hmm. mega million. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, or it's you know, there is a bigger plan for me. Yeah. And like all those that that um, self love that I've had, all that like pride and like being something, and that I'm gonna make an impact on this planet somehow, some way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that came from somewhere. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that mm-hmm. somewhere is yeah. what saved me that day. Yeah. And like it's like, listen, today's not your day, Dan. There's <laughs> some there's something yep. bigger and better for you, and I need you to redirect. Because this may be yeah, one of those moments up. where I yeah. need to redirect. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because think of think of what's been happening. Like, yeah. you've got this crazy ass quarantine going on. Yeah, man, this is nuts. 
I had the accident happen. Yeah. You know, I'm this huge physical, you know, stature of a man, right? And it could have been taken away from me like that. Yeah. And then I lose my job. You know, I got released. Even though I asked for my release. Yeah. You know, they gave, like, I asked for my release in December. You know, and then it just, like, happened in later, you know? Yeah. But it, like, happened at a very, very, you know, not at an opportune time. Right? You asked, like, so, at you're in the... You know, WWE NXT, and you asked for your release. So what, like, how did you get to that point to where you knew that there was something more? Or or, or was it just some with the business? Or what, what? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I, uh, I had been frustrated with things that were taking place. I felt, so, I felt like I got to the point. Yeah. Where my performances were a one. Yeah. I was having matches. I could have had matches on TV for sure. Yeah. I'll put my matches. You put me, I can have a good match with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's where I got to. Mm. And I was having good performances. I was getting good reactions from the crowd. Yeah. I was the only person willing to be a bad guy. You know, there's not a lot of people in the company that are willing to be a villain. Yeah. Be a heel. You know what I mean? And like, I don't, you know, yeah, I'll take that role. I'll mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's make believe. Yeah. You know, I get to be this, <laughs> I get to be this crazy <laughs> character. You know what yeah. I mean? They get yeah. to do things that I would never get to do in real life. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that. I gotta, yeah. there's gotta be a bad guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about every movie you love. Every movie. The best every bad movie. guy. Yeah, man. And like, yeah. I, I play a really good yeah. bad guy. Yeah. See, I, I have, I know how to piss people off yeah i know how to make you mad <laughs> yeah and yeah. i and like i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna make you mad and then i'm gonna make you mad yep. and then that's gonna make you even madder <laughs> you know what i mean because i call my shot right yeah, it's yeah, like a gift yeah. that i have i got yeah. this you know at, at one moment i got i could put the smile on and be charming and lovable and then at the next second get a bam you know what i mean i got that face Back that up. you just want to you just want to sock, bro. You know what I mean? I just want to punch that guy bro, in his stupid ain't face. Ain't nobody sock your six nine two nine. <laughs> You'd be surprised, bro. You'd be surprised. Oh, it's God. a miracle I've kept this thing so pretty all, all these years, bro. They're going to look at you and be like, no, that ain't the one. Go, go pick on somebody else. <laughs> I, but I I was so, I felt like my performances were top notch. Yeah. And I felt like I was doing something. I was wrestling. Not only were they good performances, but I was getting reactions via my, the entertaining aspect. Whether I get, you know, I love promos. Yeah. I'm a pro, I, I enjoy, it's my favorite part of pro wrestling. Yeah. Like yeah, my favorite yeah, wrestlers are yeah. guys that were great on the mic. Like yeah. I didn't get into pro wrestling to do cool moves and like cool spots. You know, I can, yeah. do, I'm just, I'm, I've trained my body all these years and I've got some genetic gifts that allow yeah. me to move really well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's not really too many six foot nine, 294 pound guys that can move like I can. No, nah, man. So like that stuff's cool. I do like to do it, but it's not, like some people love the move some people love spot they like the physical part i like the performance part of mm. this i just so happen to be a physical specimen yeah i do those really well you know yeah. what i mean so i find a, i found a really good way 
to combine the two in a package, you know? Yeah. So, like, you know, that was what my character was. Yeah. And I like getting on the stick, you know what I mean? And I like mm-hmm. talking that shit, you know, and getting people worked up, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's, you know, yeah. and then, you know, the few times I played, a, you know, a good guy as well, I'd do that too. I yeah. could do that too. Yeah. I could do either one, whatever you ask me to do. Mm-hmm. Make sure my check clears on Monday, you know? I'll do whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a professional. <laughs> so, it's just that, you know, I wanted to, I was getting reactions I thought I should be performing, right? I should yeah. be getting an opportunity. Now I get it. It's entertainment. It's yeah. not the best player plays. It's, you know, when there's an open slot available in the episodic, you know, the weekly episodic television show. Yeah. Some people got to wait longer than others just based on storylines, closing up. If there's somebody in the same niche as you within the company, you know, that might be something. There's a lot of different factors. You know yeah. what I mean? It's show business. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But after being there for so long and then performing so well for so long Mm. and not getting an opportunity i started getting frustrated and then i was given an opportunity in a tag team and we we had dude i'm not i'm not really i didn't wasn't a huge fan of the tag going into a tag team yeah i'm a solo guy i want to be a solo performer but i was i was told that this was an opportunity to get seen get on television yeah do my thing I just so happened to be able to work with two very talented people. Mm. You know what I mean? And two people that I liked. Yeah. And we vibed really well with. You know what yeah. I mean? Big yeah. personalities. Yeah. The group became something cool, bro. Yeah. Like I'm talking about some dope ass shit. Oh, there was there was two of you guys. Two. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's three of or us. Three. There was three of us. There was me, uh-huh. Riddick Moss, okay. Ricky Moe. That was my tag partner. Okay. And then we had a manager, Rob Stone. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So we were doing like a sports. Yeah. Like, elite level you know athlete gimmick you know mm-hmm. what i mean these yeah. two independent guys that get brought together by our agent to work together in a team gotcha. and start yeah. finding success you know what i yeah. mean yeah. But we're like these two big egos you know what i mean like yeah. coexisting together yeah. yeah we did a lot of cool shit you know what i mean because yeah. like i mean we're both fr- i mean me and Riddy are yeah. freaks you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, we're, yeah. we're yeah. thoroughbreds yeah like legit <laughs> yeah. you know what yeah. i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. so we could do some cool I- shit and then we had both had great you know we got big personalities yeah so yeah. it was just like we had this cool, and then we had Rob, who has a very interesting yeah. person. He's a big personality too, yeah. and yeah. his dynamic with the three of us was just—it was dope, bro. Yeah. It was some dope shit that WWE hadn't had, and then they they squandered that. And oh, like there was some gosh. behind the scenes stuff that was going on, some yeah. contract stuff that was going on with that. That like, yeah. you know, when you're in a team, it's not just you anymore. And there's other people, you know, other mm. things that are going on. And I'm not trying to put anybody's business out there. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know what gotcha, I mean, so it's gotcha, just like, gotcha. there was some stuff that was going on behind the scenes with that. And it fizzled out. Now I don't think it should have fizzled out because there was nothing like that. You mm. know what I mean? But we weren't given an opportunity to flourish. Yeah. There. And that's yeah. where I stated my frustration is when I saw that that ship was sinking when it shouldn't have been sinking. It should have been given more sales, more life. That thing could have been something we mm. were putting on great matches locally we're putting great matches when they take us on bigger road loops with like the other tag teams yeah you know what i mean because we were so different we added this contrasting piece yeah. that no one else yeah. could do you know what i mean yeah. and like it was dope you know and they yeah. they didn't they they canceled it yeah and then they canceled they didn't even tell me they canceled they just canceled it and then like mike got called up to raw and then rob got put in a tag team or he got it put in a manager role with chelsea green and mm. nobody said nothing to me so we just came back from, it happened right before break, <laughs> you know, it happened right before break. I come back from the break. Boom. It was there. 
Man. You know? No text, no. No, it was just, they oh. just, uh, we went on as business as usual. Oh, wow. and I was like, oh, so I guess, uh, they because then they just started booking me in a singles role. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm in a singles role. Yeah. You know? I mean, at least just tell me. Yeah. That you can't. Communication, it, man. Right? So that frustrated me. You yeah. know? I had, uh, when that, when that broke up, that frustrated me. Uh, that's when I first addressed that I wanted my release. Yeah. And I don't know if they were taking me, they didn't take me serious or whatever, but I put that out there and then, you know, no one ever got back to me. So we had a three week break over Christmas. Yeah. I took that time to kind of regather. Yeah. Collect myself. I was like, during that break, I told myself, I am going to, I'm not going to express my frustration. Not going to talk about being frustrated yeah i'm not gonna talk ask for more money yeah i was like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get better yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna focus on getting as good as i can in these next two to three months then i'll come back to them see Mm -hmm. where they're at after these next three months you know what i mean if i can't take myself to the next level you know what i mean because that's just knowing i'm gonna bet on me you know Mm -hmm. i'm gonna bet on me Mm because i know i'm good right now but i can still get better yep you know what i mean so i'm gonna just i'm gonna get better came out with a whole new whole new wardrobe a whole new look you know what i mean not that it was that much different but i just got some new fresh gear you know what i mean i got that fresh change it up hey man you know what i mean i got that fresh i got that change it up i pulled out a nice red i was this merlot you know what i mean merlot (laughs) i got this merlot red (laughs) and then uh i got this merlot red trunks Merlot weight belt, and then I had these white boots, bro. And I'd wear the, I'd, I'd wear the black, I'd wear the black cuffs, bro. And uh, I was out there swole. Dude, nobody could pull up in white boots like you, man. <sighs> There's some people. <laughs> so I just wanted to be known that nobody was rocking white boots. That, that yeah. Nobody was rocking white boots. Yeah. I started rocking white boots, and yeah. nobody was rocking them for a minute. And then I saw a couple cats out there that started rocking white boots. Yeah, and uh, the I take that back. Man. The Mexicans, rock, I'll, I'll give the Mexicans credits. They they always rock white boots. Yeah, okay. And they always got the nicest boots. Yeah, bro. they always got yeah. the nice that Mexican yeah. leather, bro. <laughs> that Mexican leather is nice, bro. That's where I get my boots from, bro. Um, but other than that, there was no one else wearing no white way. boots. But now I'm, I've been seeing people wearing. Yeah, and I just want y'all to know that that's cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rock them, but you ain't never gonna look as good as me. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? You want to copy me? That's cool, but you better be able to outdo me. Oh, oh, hey, I like that. I like, <laughs> <laughs> but you better be able to outdo me, or you'll live in my shadows forever. And you were you were the high ones, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I put in that work, bro. Yeah, you know, I put that work in for them three months. Yeah, I grinded hard. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like. The thing about me was I was never afraid to tell somebody how I felt, how I felt about my skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like you got to promote yourself cause no one else is gonna. Yeah. And if I felt like I was, I was, I, I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't getting the, the due credit that I should have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm in a professional set. This is a business, bro. I need, I'm trying to make money. Yeah. You know, I got, I've developed, I'm putting blood, sweat and tears into the skill set. Yeah. I'm not getting anything back, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, let, I'm a, it'd be different. Cause this is the one thing I would always question myself. Mm-hmm. I would, it, I know it's impossible to be objective with yourself, completely objective, but over the years I've gotten good at being yeah. as objective as possible. And then I've gotten good at keeping people around me that ain't bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be having no bullshit no. ass <laughs> mofos around You can me. smell it, though, man. Yeah, and some people like it. Some people yeah. need it. They want yeah. that yes, man, and uh-huh. that's cool, but not me. I need you to give me that the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need you yeah. to know. I need you to be a good friend yeah. and tell me the truth because I'm going to do the same for you. Yeah. If I see you slipping, I, I don't see something's where yep. it needs to be. Or, like, if you need a, a reality check, because we all need reality checks. Listen. Yeah. When you got, when you got like, for me, like, when I was, especially when I was younger, I've gotten older. I've tamed my ego. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to say I killed people. Like I say I had an ego death. No. I didn't. You don't yeah. kill it. You become friends with it. You yeah, learn how to tame yeah. it. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you know how to use But when it. I was younger, you know what I mean? I didn't. You know? And it's easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's easy to let that, that confidence yeah. can go too far. You can cross that line. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's a fine line. Cockiness yeah. And, well, yeah. and it just turns into like unrealistic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's yeah. the worst place to be. Yeah. It's somewhere unrealistic. So I keep people around me that are very talented, you know what I mean, in this industry. And I, yeah. I would ask them, you know, like, yo, am I crazy? <laughs> like, uh, am I just being, am I just being too much right now am i just feeling myself too much right now and i got certain i got a few select people that i trust yeah you know what i mean yeah in in the business and they would just be honest with me and i knew i knew yeah from their opinions and then more importantly this is one of those things where you can kind of be objective with yourself Mm -hmm. you don't really need anybody to tell you you're good if you're performing yeah Especially performing in front of a live audience. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like a, it's like comedy. Yeah. You ain't got to say somebody's funny. Mm-hmm. You just, they yeah. tell a joke and people laugh. Yeah. That guy's funny. Yeah. And in pro wrestling, it's the same thing. Yeah. You go out in front of a crowd, do you get a reaction? Do they cheer for you or do they boo for you? Yeah. And how loud do they cheer and boo for you? Mm-hmm. I'll need you to tell me that I'm good at anything. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I hear, I hear them. I hear the crowd. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like let's just make something work. So, I um, that was frustrating, and you know, I I kept playing the game of you know waiting, waiting my turn. I'd speak up, I'd talk to people. I wasn't afraid to address, but okay. I get things. There's a time period in which things can happen, but like yeah. I was approaching five years, mm. and you know I, the boiling point for me was we did a, a Vegas, we did a loop Vegas, Phoenix Vegas, Riverside California, and then I came back had a dark match. When was that? Uh, Mid February. Gotcha. Had a dark match at Full Sail before yeah. one of the USA tapings, and I. Killed it, bro. Mm. Best performances I've had. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, just feeling... And feeling it at the point where it was, like, effortless. Like, putting matches together was easy in the back. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, not even thinking hard in the back. Just being like, oh, man, this is going to be an easy... This this, is going to be a fun night. You know what I mean? Like, just having fun out there. Yeah. And, like, that's, you know, I'm, it took me a while to get there because a while there's a little bit of stress. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to do this, yeah, got to do man. that, I got to perform. And then, like, the you get better and that stress relaxes. But, like, once you get to that spot where you're just having fun, yeah, you know what I mean? You know you're going to get the crowd. You're working with guys that get it. And you're going to, you know, you guys are going to just 
you know you're going to have a good match. And yeah. you have a go and have good matches. Yeah. Like, that's where I was at, bro. Mm. Humming and churning, just feeling good. And working with all, all the top guys yeah. in an NXT. Mm. And I uh, kind of, you know, at this point, I was like, okay, X amount of time had passed. I did my thing. I know people were happy with my performance. Because that was one of the things they were trying to say. was like, oh, your performances aren't up to par yet. Mm. Which I thought but, yeah. was bullshit when they yeah. said it. You know what I mean? But yeah. it was like, okay. Like, I think it's bullshit. I'm looking around, and I see a lot of people that ain't better than me, <laughs> that don't look like me, can't yeah. get the reactions like me. Yeah. I think you're bullshitting me. That's why I'm frustrated. Yeah. But then I made that decision to be like, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a shut up. Yeah. I ain't going to complain. I'm going to just put my head down, get better, answer all your – I'm not going to let you have anything yeah. on me. Yeah. Any of – and all of those asinine things that you're requesting or saying, whether they're true or not, I'm going to just – erase them off the table mm. and i still got hit with more bullshit yeah you know we got to that point where i just was like hey man what's going on like you like this blah 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 like how you know do you like my performance yeah is this up to par like is this what you wanted you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. how do you feel you know like you had all these questions for me like you know that i wasn't here i wasn't doing this did i address those and mm -hmm. they said, yeah. And I was like, yo, well, let's, so I want to do, I want to do something with you right away. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then a week later, you know, I'm talking oh. to some other people and they start saying some other things. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. they start saying that, no, they, you know, yeah, still yeah, don't yeah. think you're there. Still don't think you're where you need to be. What, what is that? I mean, how do you not find a place for a big dude like you? So I'm saying there's I not. I don't know, bro. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. That's where my frustration came. And so then, I mean, could say a lot more, right, right yeah, now. Yeah. But I think enough has been said. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I was frustrated. Yeah. And I got to the point where I was rolling up on five years. Yeah. And I was like, if you don't know that I'm good enough to perform here within five years, then I got to part ways. And... I learned a long time ago, don't stick around where you're not valued. Yeah, that's true. You don't yeah. value me. Yeah. Because if you did, you would use me. Yeah. And that's okay. That's cool. I just got to move on. Because you know the value of yourself. Yeah. Right? And you know what you bring, what you offer, what you what you have in, in the bank. You know, I think that's really key in, in knowing just the value of ourselves. And we don't. A lot of times, a lot of people don't put value on themselves. No. They just, they undercut themselves when you're like, man, why are you undercutting yourself? It's yourself you're talking about, right? You know, but that's just how confident we are in our own abilities. Right? Well, it's like self, like, it's self-love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just value, I know what I bring to the table. Yeah. You know, I know the kind of person I am. I know the work ethic I bring. I know the non-tangible things I bring. It doesn't matter what the job is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to improve whatever industry that you, whether it's selling cars, yeah. whether it's wrestling, playing football, whether it's talking to kids, it does, I don't, you know, whether it's working at Wendy's. Yeah. I'm going to be the best I can be at whatever job I'm doing. And I'm going to make the, I'm going to try and, you know, make the atmosphere better. I'm going to try and make the people around me better. Like I'm going to, I'm going to put in a lot of work and you're going to get the, you're going to get all of me. You know, it goes back to uh, one of the stories. Um, 
as I was going through just the transitional periods when I was at Costco. And um, so get this, Seattle Seahawks, right? And all of a sudden, you're going from pro football to Costco, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, in your hometown. It's humbling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's humbling, and, right? Uh, Even though it shouldn't, because, like, Costco's ain't a bad job. No, 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 no. Don't. Yeah, Costco's You know, they, they hit you with that yeah. full yes, benefits, yes. bro. You know what yes. I mean? But just in the sense of you're on this, you're on two different stages. Yeah. Right? Uh, There's a status that comes with Yes, there that you go. Itself. Yeah. And um, I remember taking that job, and I, you know, about, and I did the dog aisle, right? Man, great dog aisle stalker. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> I yeah, I lift had them heavy ass bags, bro. I lift them all. Look at look at me, look at me. I lift any any. Listen, hey, you got a great look. Dane back there. I lift that thing up too. But and then moving on, dude, I got promoted to uh, Baker, right? And uh, I'm telling you, not only did I enjoy. That experience, it was that, again, uh, I was able to help change the dynamic of the room, right? Yeah. And start understanding, like, that there's value in each of you guys. We just have to work as a team. And I, I, I vividly remember somebody coming up to me. I was stocking the cookies. And um, somebody just said, hey, it's, like you just, it's very humbling that you're here right now. Um, the best is yet to come. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, you know, random person, you know, maybe they knew, uh, you know, me from, the, you know, from the field and stuff like that. But understanding the value that you can give to others, right, and the value into yourself, right, it just, it, it, it just brings you up. And again, everybody else up at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so... It, it's those tough it's those tough decisions even you know shoot not everybody can go ask for the release right yeah and be sure that you know that they're confident in themselves like it it it's coming from that gut that's what we were talking about it was bro <laughs> i asked for my release before during oh. a world pandemic yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. there ain't even you know what i mean you could look at it and be like yo that wasn't a smart decision bro yeah you know what i mean like there's not, you can't even get a job at Wendy's right yeah. now, you know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, I'm not going to waste any time yeah. being unhappy. Yeah. And I yeah. was unhappy. Yeah. And I just, listen. Yeah. Life's too short. Yeah. I yeah. Sh- I, I could have just had my life taken away. Yeah. And I've yeah. always kind of thought like that anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't do, like, as much as I want to make a lot of money and yeah. I want the, you know, I want that security in life, money ain't everything. Yeah, man. Yeah. Money's yeah. great, but, like, I was I was born poor. Yeah. I, I know what it's like not to have. Yeah. And that, that ain't nothing. Yeah. Ain't nothing yeah. to me. Yeah. And it's like, dude, there's a lot of ways to make money. I've yeah. got a lot of skills, you yeah. know, it's not like that's the only thing I can do. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I went to, I'm college educated. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm, I'm self-educated. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I learned how to do all this. Yeah, Everything right man. here, bro. Yeah. I learned audio. It's a I, le- I learned video. <laughs> I learned how to edit. I learned yeah. all the software. Yeah. I don't yeah. know shit about technology, yeah. bro. Yeah. Up before yeah. this, I was just calling chicks on my phone. <laughs> Yo, what up, girl? You know what I mean? I got this place downtown. <laughs> Chris is chop shot. You know what I mean? I got a, and for the vegan, for the vegan short, you know what I mean? We got oh the my God. Menu, you know what I mean? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
that's what I was doing with my technology before. <laughs> now I got this whole setup, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, I'm starting a business during a world pandemic. Yeah. Like, I'm going to double down on me. But Like, I know I'm going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was that kid that grew up in a trailer park across the street from the projects. So is and it, I'm here. Is it the experiences then? You know, because again, where does that come from? You And I had the outlook on somebody was asking me, man, D, how you doing? You know, with the whole pandemic and everything. I'm like, oh, I'm well, dude, you're like me, bro. Doing great. You're like, like you me. Know, you went to Washington. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Didn't yeah, play there. Yeah, then you transferred yeah, to Eastern Washington. Yeah. Then yeah. you tore it up there. Yeah. People yeah, believed yeah. in you, gave you an opportunity. You were able to be your fullest self. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You tore it up there. Mm-hmm. Then you took it. You got what? Was it Seahawks first? Seahawks right? first. Seahawks yeah. first. Practice mm-hmm. squad. Right. Yeah, they yeah. let you go and then brought you back. Yeah. And what? Mm-hmm. You were there for what? What was your time there mm-hmm. with the Seahawks? Two years. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. like you've persevered. Yeah. You've been yeah. through hardships. You're yeah. you're a lot like me, different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Different story, same vibe. Yeah. But where do we get that from? You know? Oh, you and tell me where you got yours from. Man, you know, I gosh. Honestly, I remember seeing a lot of the, the I call it stubbornness slash um hard working from a lot of from my dad. You know, when I see them, you know, he would go to do his graveyard shifts at night, come home, you know, work in the house, work in the cars, um, and just do it all over again with, with like little to no sleep. Right. And to me, I didn't get a lot of the, I love yous and hugs and all this. And, you know, the rah, rah dad, you know, which to me, um, that's things that I work on in my own personal and family life, uh, which which I don't have any regret about. You know, there's a neg- uh, positive and negative to everything in, in everybody. But what he did show me and give me was just that hardworking attitude, right? Um, and you know what? I just don't want to, maybe it's my parents, both of them, right? What they just taught me growing up. But then again, I started thinking, Man, even in my son, it's in my son. So yeah. is there something that I'm doing bro, that you said? Deuce is like so. a little you, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like crazy. He's like a spitting. He's like yeah. the little version of you, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to see, yeah. man. Yeah, he that guy is gonna be a. It's 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 really cool to see your 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 gifts and your and your talents just. Just in your kids, I'm able to sit back and just be like, "Wow, that's uh, that's pretty amazing." What, like you said, what you guys are doing. But again, you know, I from even then that makes me want to keep driving because I'm looking at them in the face, right? Um, I'm looking at them wanting to, you know, wanting me to win, wanting me to be my best self. Um, so it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's an ongoing thing, and I think. There, you know, as hearing you talk, um, it's an experience that that I hold on to that keep driving me forward and keep pushing and keep wanting to just bet, better others, better myself. You know, um, keep reaching to the top because I just settling does not like it. Just doesn't sit well, man. Like I don't, I, I it's not good because you're just saying. All right, I'm fine with myself right now. Like this is, I don't want to be any better. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, but 
again, I think it's just, it's, it's, um, you know, uh, Costco and it's being cut, um, and it's having a transfer and it's, it's, uh, failing so many times, um, at different things, um, putting passion in stuff and failing. Like it's those experiences that really, I think just gets me to just keep just going and, and, and diving in and wanting to be, um, just great, man, you know, and, uh, it's two ways to look at things, you know, we can, even this situation that we're in right now with the pandemic and everything, we can be on the negative side that, man, we're, we're locked in, you know, um, we're at home, we're quarantined, or you can be on the positive side of, man, this is some time to myself and my family. This is some time to work on things that I wanted to get to, write a book, you know, start a podcast, um, you know, pick up a new hobby. So there's two ways that we can look That's at That's the silver thing. lining. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like uh, whenever you see a problem, you know, switch the word, you know, look at it. Whenever you see the word problem, switch it with opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's that mindset. It's that, you know, everything is an opportunity. Yeah. There's an opportunity in everything that you do. Yeah. Right. And you can waste time and be inefficient. Right. Yeah. When uh, a trouble comes and it seems like a roadblock. Or, you know, you could climb that thing, do some pull-ups on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you can get a pump and, uh, on your way over, you know, find a way over that thing to get better in the process. There's, yeah. just, there's always stuff to do. There's always, uh, we are our thoughts, you know, yeah. we are what our subconscious is. So, yeah. like, when you repeat to yourself, and I, dude. I, you know, I spoke all these things that, you know, outside other than the car accident, right? Yeah. <laughs> all these things that have kind of happened to me over these past couple months, I've spoke, like I've either thought them or spoken them out into existence. Yeah. Whether it was being released or creating this show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And both of those things happened. And it yeah. was like, damn. Yeah. Like I always knew, you know, I've always believed in myself and I've always known that like my thoughts are powerful. But like yeah. that was just like another incident of me saying thinking something believing it then speaking it aloud and then creating it bringing it to life you know and it was just like holy shit this is another example of why our thoughts are so powerful you know and it's not just me like i'm not like where anybody could do this like i'm not special yeah right like that's why it is so important to be careful with your thoughts because anything that you think yeah can or cannot do you're Mm. right yeah it's power behind that, man. We we control them, and we don't do. We you know control what we put in them. You know what they see, what they hear, right? Um, but really, understanding that we we have the the just the placement to control it in a positive light. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <sighs> it's so. What do you think? What are things that help you? keep that positivity because there's going to be people i know there's people out there like dan 
Meech, there's just, you know, <laughs> you just don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. You know, my, you know, my baby mama's doing this or, you know, my parents, you know, my parents yeah. abused me or like I grew up in a, this situation or I grew up in that situation or I didn't have this or I didn't have this. They're going to think of all, you know, they're, everyone's going to have like a reason why things are gloom for them. Yeah. Right. And it's like, what are the things that you do? Cause like everybody has, you know, if you look at it, it looks like everyone has a lot of adversity and crap. Yeah. And things yeah. Happen. But yeah. like, what do you do to help you see the positive? Well, first off, taking a deep breath, right, is 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 key and essential. I think we get so wrapped up in the situation, and we don't just we don't embrace the situation. If that makes sense. We're j- it's all up here, and it, has, it doesn't sink in, so we can think clear. Yeah. Right. And then you know, I always go back to somebody has the worst. Right, you know, we think, dude. I had somebody. I had a lady that would say that to me. This, you know, she uh, she became like a third mom. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yo, this is Mother's Day, so Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. A guy like me, I had to have three moms. Yeah, okay, and one wasn't enough. You know what I mean? I had to have three ladies come into my life that like grew me to be. You know, because I was. I got that thick head, bro. You know what I mean? For those of you who are just listening, I just knocked on my head. You know, y'all watching, y'all saw me do it twice. But I, um, she would always tell me, she would go, Danny, someone's got it worse than you. Yeah. There'd be days I'd go into school, I'd be feeling miserable about something that was going on at home, something I went through. Maybe something happened to me. I would just, I would feel negative. You know, I had these negative thoughts and I would feel negative. I'd think, woe is me. You know what I mean? I felt, woe is me. And she would always tell me, like, Danny, someone has it worse. And it used to make me so mad. (laughs) Used to make me so mad. Yeah. But enough time had passed and I'd got older and had some more experiences. And, you know, I had that little spark in the dark moment. And I realized she was right. Yeah. Like, no matter how bad you have it, there's somebody it's else out there worse. that has it worse yeah. than you do. Mm-hmm. And when you can think about that, when you can think, when you can keep perspective, yeah. perspective yeah. is huge. Yeah. And I think a lot of people lack it um, for whatever, a multitude of different reasons. But if you just keep perspective, like for me, I, I'll just use me as an example. I, yeah. I could have, when I was younger, I would have had a different thought process than what I had just recently about my accident. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger, I felt woe was me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe I was justified in feeling that way. But like feeling that way does not help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those just because like you're going through hard times and maybe things are rough and you do have a, you know, a shitty hand dealt to you. Yeah. Thinking about it in a negative way isn't going to make you better. Is it going to make you feel better? And it's not going to let you kind of get out of that hole. Yeah. But like if you can keep perspective and realize, you know, maybe you don't have the, the cool shoes that you wanted. You didn't get the cool, you got hand me down clothes. Yeah. You're not getting to go out to restaurants. You're not living in the nicest house. You know what I mean? But your parents are working and they're getting you into school. Yeah. They're giving you an opportunity to maybe, you know, make something of yourself more than what they made of themselves. And maybe, you know, they've got their own issues that they never took care of because like we're all human beings, right? Maybe there's, you know, not a conducive house relationship or, you know, it's a home relationship, something, you know, whatever the different things that we all go through. Yeah. 
if you keep perspective and realize that there's someone on the other side of the planet, you know what I mean? That's living in a war zone and yeah. their roof mm-hmm. got blown off. One of their brothers is missing and like, they don't know if they're even going to live the next day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's perspective. Yeah. That's realizing, Oh, I don't got it so bad. This mm-hmm. sucks, but it could be worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also understanding your why too, like, and knowing like, where you're going. I mean, if you don't have, if you don't know your why, I mean, that's, that's not a good start um, to start off with because you have to have some type of destination. doesn't matter what it is, right? Like somewhere or you're just, what's your why? Yeah. Right. And always going back to that because things are going to happen. Like, listen, if you just skate by and nothing and nothing happens to me, that means you didn't try hard enough. But you, because you didn't try to, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, see what I'm saying. And so I think um, just understanding, you know, when things happen, okay, what's your why? Set your mindset on that, right? And just having, how do I say it? Trying to put it in a way to it makes sense in my head, but, but. Uh, <laughs> saying it pretty much man knowing that i mean so sun this is a this is a really weird example sunshine and rain right no matter if you love rain to death right everybody loves the sunshine down them. everybody loves that warmth it's when the when the heat hits the hits their body hits the ground everything like that versus the rain cloud right there's always a few drops, right? So it's like the positivity, right? And the negativity, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're always taking that detour of negativity, uh, you'll have the rain cloud over you, right? But it's not going to be clear as day, right? You're going to always be clogged up. But if you keep trying to uh, reach to that positive mindset, right? Or that positivity, the sun's out in the the, the, the cloud or the sky is clear. You see what I'm saying? So you have more peace at, okay, what direction that you're trying to reach instead of like everything's negative, negative, negative. You can't even see what's on the other side. Right. Because you're just so you're just, like Eeyore. Yeah, man. Eeyore ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm out there with that <laughs> rain cloud, depressed and shit all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know everything's half empty you know what i mean these bag of chips he are half empty <laughs> this glass of water's half empty my bank account's half <laughs> empty you know oh man yeah no i think perspective's important i think you know another thing too is like you don't you can't always have sunshine either yeah you know True. like sometimes yeah got to get a little rain you yeah. know you got to get wet it's got to get damp it's got to get cold out you know yeah. for you to appreciate when that sun comes out it's that uncomfortable uncomfortability yeah. all right yeah um because you can't predict you don't know you know you, you see what i'm saying but it keeps you on your toes you know um i remember when uh that uh last wwe check stopped right and it was just like oh this is this is real uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I, got, <laughs> I have, um, I think at that time, two, yeah, I have 
three eyes looking or six eyes looking at me. Right. So three kids. And um, it's like, all right, what what do we, you know? Yeah, you got a full family. You got three kids and a wife. Yeah. And uh, trying to figure out, like, okay, I can't let these guys down. Yeah. Right. But I can't panic either. Well, you weren't so, like, you leaving the WWE was, like, kind of abrupt. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you weren't, I mean, dude, when I saw you coming in and as I watched you learn, start picking up how to wrestle. Yeah. Seeing your personality shine through, seeing like that, like you just, you had, you had a funk to you, bro. You know what I mean? The way you dressed. <laughs> yeah. Then you had that big personality. You know what I mean? You had that singing voice coming yeah, out, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know? Ooh, like, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I miss that, bro. I miss that. I would always say I miss me to the locker room. Uh, it was, it, you you had a very promising career. I was like, yo, this dude's going to make a lot of money here. Yeah. He's going to be a big, big star in this company. Mm. And I was looking forward to seeing you flourish and yeah. do your thing. Yeah. But you had, you know, you had a, you had a head injury, you yeah. had a concussion yeah. and it was pretty severe. Yeah. And it, you just made the decision like for your health, you had to walk away. Yeah. So it was like, it got taken from you. Yeah. 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 And, that was tough. That was tough because you, you know, when you put so much passion into stuff and just in everything that you do, I mean, I mean, I didn't know wrestling. I didn't know. I didn't even know the NXT WWE really was where they were at. I knew they were on TV kind of, but I didn't know how big they were. So walking into something and like you said, it started, you know, I, I, I enjoyed what I was doing. Right. Yeah. Um, and then just having that that injury, you know, um, uh, changed me um, for the best, right? Um, you know, we both got these uh, head injuries over here. Which <laughs> <laughs> this was my first concussion, bro. This is my first concussion, All right, son. <laughs> which you know, it did. It's just it didn't allow me to um, uh, continue wrestling, and and there's some, you know. Backstory on that, um, I think, you know, when somebody's, and I get the safety of it, but when somebody's fighting to try to get back versus like, I'm just going to sit here and eat potato chips, it hurt, it stings a little bit more, yeah. right? Because you do got people that are sitting on the couch and still winning, Right. You know, or for or for what we think. Yeah. Right. Because we're not really in, you know, their whole life as, as a whole. But it hurts. And so, um, you know, after that, and I, I think, uh, dude, as far as my personality, um, it's crazy because people, in, you know, if you walk past me, I'm really mild. I'm really like kind of mellow you know but all of a sudden i don't know what it is man yeah you're mindful peaceful dude yeah you, you know? hit them lights wow like <laughs> red light, bro. that's that it, performer gene bro it is show time and it was so i don't want to say easy but it was so um, natural natural yeah. yes and natural but i actually sp spoke from my heart like it was like real People are like, man, how are you? I'm like, man, I, 
It's because I'm really talking. What else? I'm just me. I'm just existing. I'm just, uh, you I just know. exist. You know what I mean? People, I get it, bro. How do you do what you do? I don't know. I just yeah. exist. And I felt at home, man. I, I uh, do. I grew up in a church, and so I would come out with these Steve Harvey pants on and and uh-huh. and, the, and the vest, and like, dude, and my gators, and and it was the best. It was like, man, uh, fly ass this outfit, is, bro. Yeah, fly ass <laughs> outfit. <laughs> And but, not too many people could pull it off either. Oh, no, man. But it, it was it was really cool. But you know what? Again, going back, it, you know, that time was needed because it was almost like, and this was told to me. And, and I, you know what? I don't think I've ever told anybody. So I got pulled to a side um, one day in the gym. And uh, I keep the name anonymous. Um but uh, there's only a certain, you, you could probably detect. Oh, shit. We're uh, about to get an exclusive <laughs> on the drop. We're about to get, y'all are about to get some exclusive info here on the drop. And, uh, and they're like, hey, D, um, you know, how you doing? I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, crap. Like, what, what did I do? You know, I'm always overthinking practice and stuff like that. But um, it was just like, listen, um, he was like, you, you know, your character's coming along. Um, you're coming along with these moves. And uh, he was just like, listen, you're one of the best people that's walked, that has walked in to this building. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> right, like, listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, dude, there's a lot of people, like, that has walked through the building um, old and past. And I, like, I'm like, do you got are you okay? Right. You know? And and I was just like, man, what what does that mean? And, and he's just started naming off, you know, I don't know, your character, your vibe, you know, your stature, your you know, so I think it was authentic, dude. It was yes. contagious, it was yeah. authentic, it was yeah. it was fresh. Yeah. I've never seen nothing like it in wrestling before. Well, I mean, you guys were in Again, that's a big shoot of feel, but I think it was just coming from a, a sense of you capture people and it feels real. That's how I took it, right? Um, Energies is, is contagious. Yes. And I thought, man, I thought, I was like, oh, babe, you know, this is the break. Like, oh, we again, here, here we are again after football, you know. Um, I'm like, all right, this is the second win. Here we go. And... Uh, you know, after that injury, that it it hurt because, when, Dan, when you work so hard for things day in and day out, right? And when you put your heart, sweat, tears in, in what you're doing, it hurts when it doesn't happen, right? The, the way that or the path that you thought it was going to happen. Well, wrestling, too, in particular... It's like, it's art, bro. You know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're creating that out there. It might, yeah. it might not be you. It's not you exactly yeah. per se. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. it's a part of you yeah. that you kind of take and mold and cultivate and, yep. and turn into what, you know, it becomes you're like, your, yeah, well, you become, yeah. And you become, you create this like character, this artistic living endeavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you grow, you grow like, you know, you're attached to it. 
you know yeah. so it's like yeah. you want to see it do well you know because it's your baby yeah that's what you presented to the world <laughs> yeah. so there's like this little attachment to it you know it's different than like even football you know where football is like like skills that you're working yes, towards yeah, and those yeah. like no, this you like you created like you create yourself as a player but like yeah. this like you're creating like a piece of work yes you know yeah bigger than life you know and and uh i think you know it was something going into it that i was just like okay well you know we'll see how this goes to man this is i, I love it but the thing that i i loved about it most was and again, it goes to what I'm doing and how I'm training now. I loved inspiring people. Mm-hmm. Like, it, dude, it's it's like the best feeling on the, in the world. It gives you, you know. And so once you talk about you're doing the same thing, <laughs> you're doing the same thing now that you were trying to do in wrestling. That's what I was trying to do in wrestling, right? And you and just have a different audience now. You have a different, different platform. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not the WWE. It's not the ring. Yeah. But it's yours. Yeah. 53 squad. 53 squad, man. You know, your social media. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, and what, you got this other thing going on, this live workout? Yeah, man. I got the, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's uh, 53 squad. Um, and then I got the, we're doing just live, just um, just workouts throughout this time, uh, especially during this uh, COVID time. And uh, just being able to give people a sense of mind of, um, listen, the the COVID is 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 the concern, but another concern is making sure people's minds don't go insane, yeah. right? you know, or just don't go on boredom or stressed out or you know depressed. And so, keeping an active mind is the best thing for them. And while we're in the house, you know, you only need you know honestly thirty minutes, forty minutes, shoot twenty minutes would do good on a daily. Yeah, you know. So um, I've been hopping on the uh, the live. Um, just to do, just to give out workouts, right? And uh, which live Instagram or Facebook? Shoot Instagram. So I've been on Instagram, um, either at Real D Bronson RDB or uh, Fifty Three Squad, um, and Facebook. Facebook is just Demetrius Bronson. And so uh, we've been doing them. I've been actually teaming up with a company, Trimco, that uh, they are um, a, a concierge business, and so they pretty much tailor to your to your needs. So you know, on a daily basis, um, especially to, to business people that are doing kind of their thing, um, they're able to help them in different lights with haircuts, dry cleaning, you know, obviously I'm bringing them the fitness. So it's, it's a really good company that uh, we're working with and getting pro athletes, right? That um, it's almost like a, I don't want to call it a live podcast because this is a live podcast, but a uh, live workout podcast or live workout okay. uh, virtual. There so you go. So do you guys, so you guys, you'll work out with these professional athletes? Yeah, we'll work out with them. And then in between sets, are you guys talking? Yeah, so like I use, I set it up to where, you know, we do a little bit of static stretching movement in the beginning. So that's, you know, we do that for about eight minutes, eight, ten minutes. Okay. And then the rest of the 20 minutes, because segment's only 30 minutes, uh, we're just working out. Okay. And uh, so it's pretty cool because you get to know a little bit more about them and what they're doing, especially throughout this time right now. And, you know, and sports, you know, big and affecting everybody. Um, And so being able for them to stay relevant and um, being able for the viewers to just be able to work out with, you know, a pro athlete um, and then get to know about them too. So, you know, it's been, um, 
It's been good during this That's time. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. That's you know. a pretty cool little situation you got going on there. Yeah. 30 yeah. minutes. You know, most, I mean, dude, one of the things about working out is, is just how hard, how much effort you don't need a lot of time. Yeah. No. You know, like you don't need yeah. a lot of time. Like you can take a lot of time. Yeah. But you also, you can get a great workout in 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. If you're coming in with your mindset ready, right? You're ready to put in work, you're focused, you don't have to ramp into anything like you're just ready to go yeah if you're focused get after it for 20 minutes that's you it, can man. get some serious that's work that's it that's it but you gotta but you gotta put your mind there you gotta you gotta, you gotta dedicate to it right, right. you gotta um, be efficient yes you gotta right. be efficient yeah and a lot of us you know a lot of people out there they gotta be efficient because yeah they've got a family too you know they got a wife they got kids they got a husband they got a job yeah they got friends they got extracurriculars they yeah. like to do, you know, yeah. time's crunched. Yeah. I'm a single dude, so, you know, I I, I, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't got the the family, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't got the yeah. little ones. But I've got a sh- so much stuff on my plate. I'm always yeah. staying busy. I couldn't yeah. imagine what it would be like to have a kid. Yeah. yeah. I see, honestly, dude, I see guys, when, when I see people with a family, when I see other guys that I work with, with kids, and yeah. I see what, the, I'm just like, I'm, my hat's off. Because it's like... It's, whole, an it's like a whole nother job uh, that you got going on when you go home. Oh yeah, man. You're on 24 seven. It's uh, you know, it's an adjustment, but you got to understand, um, you know, you, you're, you're, you know, the work dad. And then when you come in, you're kids dad, right. You know, and you have to have that on and off switch. Cause if not, you just miss out, you know, on the, on the, your kids grow up fast. Yeah. And next thing you know, like my son's nine and I'm just like, man, you're starting to get into like the teens here in, in a second, you know? And so, dude, you do a really good job. Uh, that's one thing that I admire about you is like, you're a good dad, dude. Appreciate it, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think like I see you and I, I see your kids and your family. Yeah. I see how you conduct yourself. I see how they could like kids. This is something that I've learned. Like kids don't do what you say. Yeah. They do what you do. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So for you to have like such a great family, yeah. the way that like obviously you and your wife, like the way you guys handle your business yeah. is just like top notch. Because the way your kids are raised, and I see that I've been able to see it. Yeah, that's just something that I admire about you, bro. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. You know, I think starting, you know, you gotta you gotta have that uh, that foundation set, and uh, you know, um, there was actually a couple that. Uh, was kind of make a, made a comment about me and my wife taught, or I call her Todd, but she's Tatiana. Um, man, she's like, man, you guys are just, you guys got everything going on. You got, the, you know, this and the kids and stuff like that. And it was really cool. But two, I also, we were talking to them. You know, I actually, I went over to talk to them. I said, listen, you know, there's, we've had some storms too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And I think every good, great, good relationship is going to have storms to see that other side yeah. right and so we always see like man you guys are but they don't see like the rocky mountains right it's not really not for people to see but for people to understand to get to this you have to go through that yeah. right you know to be able to build that foundation of you know understanding and balance right balance is key right and trust and confidence in each other and knowing that you guys are a team, you know, and that's kind of, you know, how I, how we structure just our day to day with the kids, with, uh, with work, with, with family, you know, 
and um, you know, putting level of, of importance on things, you know. But uh, I appreciate it. And I think you know these kids are they're gonna do they're gonna run our next our generation, right? Yeah. So I'm giving them the the tech or the things that my parents gave me, and I think you know this is a this is a whole nother thing. But you know, people always ask me, um, "Are you tra- what are you doing with your kids? Are you training them? Da-da-da. You know, are, are they gonna make it?" I'm like, no. Yeah, well, yes, I am training them, but I'm training them how to be a young man. I'm training them how to be a young, um, a great young woman, right? Mm-hmm. That which will lead into being a great athlete. Um, I'm not talking about physically, but just mentally. And that's what we don't pay attention to. And in my opinion, that's what really propels you, right, to that next step. And um, you have to have, of course, some physical ability. Right, but never underestimate the ability to train, though. Yeah, yeah, wow, yes, right. And but you say this a lot how you do anything, right? It's how you do everything. And so, if I want to have a great business, I have to have a great family. If I want to have um, some great kids, I have to grab, you know, I have to have a great wife, or, or you know, myself has to be great. Mm-hmm being my best or and so it's 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 a it's a trickle effect now when something gets like maneuvered then that's the thing which will happen that's the thing you need to we need to go fix go plumbing up boom now everything's rolling back again yeah i'm saying but um so it all it all it all works together i mean you know and being able to uh to do the things i do and it's i think it it's hard being with um, high level thinkers or high level that just people that want to make it right because there's so much that you have to give up, right? Or that people have to, um, how do you say it? Have to put up with us, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> in order to really like understand what we're trying to reach because it's hard. Yeah. Like it's not easy. You have to have, be a certain type of human being right or have a certain mindset and the person you know or, or your friends that are that are with you have to understand you and be like you know what that's just d he's he's gotta that's what you know he's got to do him to that's what he's got to do to try to make it you yeah. know um but uh no it's great man it's been great um uh we've been out here in in florida a ways away from home um seattle but I'm a sunshine guy, man, and uh, this Florida weather's awesome. Oh, pfft. you can't be. I tell people, uh-huh. man, they oh, but it's hot, and I'm like, listen, uh, let it let it be yeah, hot, yeah, yeah, let <laughs> it be hot, let it be hot. I hope it's hot as hell. I hope it gets hot as hell. <laughs> you can't even the, the beaches around here. You can go somewhere new every weekend, right? Um, eat at all these different kinds of places. Um, it's great down here, you know, and uh, I think it's a great place to just build your family, build your foundation. Um, I feel like it's a it's a great place to get clarity, right? Because there's you know you can you can you can get away, right, and just go have that peace to yourself. Um, and so, you know, and I wouldn't change, like I said, the journey um, at all, every step of the way. I'm saying so. Yo, Florida gets a bad rap, bro. 
Man, people just hating on the weather, bro. <laughs> people, <laughs> Florida gets a bad rap, bro. And I get it. There's a lot of crazy shit that goes on here. But listen, yeah, it's the subtropics. Yeah, yeah. It's the sub crazy stuff happens in the subtropics, and it's humid as hell. Yeah, and that when it, when it gets humid out, because it's fine, but those it's those humid months. When it's crazy Florida man, when you hear the crazy Florida man story, it's usually between the months of May. Yeah. In October. Yeah. And that's when it's the hottest here. Yeah. Yeah. The heat just cooks people's brain. But listen, every state's got wild shit going on. You know what I mean? And I would rather be here in yeah. Florida than almost really any other state. Yeah. Yeah. California's up there, Southern California. I think Southern California is good. The weather is unbelievable and the vibe's awesome. I love it there. I'm just not a big fan of the taxes over there. You know what I mean? I'm just not really into getting taxed 45%. Taxes and, and the rain, man. I can't, you know, something about that rain is just, oh, I love, so I love the refreshingness of it. But then after that, right, it's just like, all right, I need some sunshine back yeah, in my life. Bro, you know? I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, you know what I mean? So it's the same, it's the too. same as Seattle. Yeah. It's the yeah. same as Washington yeah. in terms of darkness and yeah. precipitation. We just get snow and y'all yeah. get that yeah. rain. And uh, listen, <laughs> if I don't ever see snow again, I'm okay with that, bro. I want that sunshine. I want that heat. I'm, and to be honest with you, I'm, ha- I'm happy with the way Florida's been handling the quarantine. Yeah. Oh, man. I think uh, they've been doing a phenomenal job. Even the, the people um, are following suit as well, too. You know, I think, you know, it hit out of nowhere. And so, you know, whether you went left or right, nobody knew what to do. But um, we've had the lowest cases, right? Or so we're, we're down there, yeah. something like that. And we've been we're, the less strict, the yes. least strict about things. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought we should have been even less strict. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I'm, dude, I'm, I'm over this cover <laughs> shit, bro. I'm over this cover <laughs> shit, bro. It's like, listen, y'all don't even, y'all can't even make up your minds on what it is, how yeah. serious it is. Now it's coming out that you've been lying to us about yeah. how many people have actually gotten cases yeah. Yeah. by up to 60%. Oh, you've yeah, inflated the death that, cases. That, so you've just, <laughs> you've just been sensational and, yeah. uh, in the media. Cause of it. Dude, my niece had like yeah. was fearful of yeah. the news yeah you know what i mean yeah. there, there yeah. are people that are legit yes. fearful yes and it's like yeah. listen i'm not trying to negate the fact that like yeah. people are going to lose their life from this and and like a loss of life is tough but like we don't shut down or bat an eye when the flu comes running through yeah and this statistically is just like a bad flu yeah and it just makes zero sense to overreact yeah. And shut down the entire country. Like, it's unconstitutional, <laughs> bro. Like, listen, like, the Constitution isn't, yeah. like, something to handcuff us. Like, it cannot it cannot be infringed upon for any reason. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if it is, like, that's, like, treason. <laughs> you know? You know what bars. <laughs> Yo, like, you let me, like, listen, bro. You know, you, when you said you wanted, you're going to rap, I'm here rapping right now. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? Like, how do you listen? Like, healthy people, yeah, 
like yeah. need yeah. to be exposed to the virus yeah. Yeah. to gain immunity. But like that's the thing. That's how you do. That's how you do anything. That's how yeah. any germ works, bro. Yeah. You've got to be exposed to it. Yeah. That's why, like people that like are over, like that are hypochondriacs. Yeah. People that are like germaphobes that yeah. clean up, they get sick more than anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they never expose the germs. Yeah. And if you just nerf everything, you nerf the world. Well, guess what? The world is just going to keep getting sharper. Because yeah. you're going to get softer. <laughs> you know what, man? And that's what they're not talking about, the health side of things, right? And I'm not saying that um, it's going to prevent you from catching it or whatnot. Or, but, bro, not, let's be honest but, here. Yeah. Let's be honest here. All the yeah. people that are getting, the majority of the people yes. that are getting sick and are getting ill and, and or are dying from this, the people that are in yeah, the the high risk category. Yeah, people from hypertension. Yeah, diabetes yeah. and yeah. the elderly. Yeah, or people that smoke. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. They have yeah. lung pre existing like some yeah. sort of lung yeah. conditions. Yeah. If your immune system is yeah. dropped, like and then some of those, I get some of those are uncontrollable. Yeah, and those are the people that need to be protected. Those are but the people lot, that should be wearing masks. Those are the people that should stay inside yes. and avoid till this is over. Yeah, but there's a lot of people out yeah. there that are getting this because they can't put down the fork but that's the thing we're not so they're pumping information about everything else but they're not pumping information about you know what you might have heard oh you can you can start eating this or you know you can start eating that but like really pumping listen guys you it's mandatory to to go outside for 30 minutes every day or something like that it's you know really enforcing those laws and understanding like man Things are going to come up because it's not the first case. Something's going to come up. But if you well, viruses are in, aren't going to stop, yes, better health. If you are, um, if your heart's in good condition, good blood flow, you're eating the right foods, right? You are have a you're a better chance of fighting it off, yeah. right? It's maybe for ha having it one day instead of fourteen days, right? Than just not caring. But there's but they don't have a problem still feeding us crappy food. Bro. Right, still selling crappy food. They, They're letting they, fast know. food places oh, still man. hand out food. That's considered an yeah. essential business. Liquor stores are considered yeah. essential business. Yeah, dispensaries yeah. are considered an essential business. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. but but your job isn't it? You, no. the working yeah. man. Yeah, your job's not essential. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Kathy down the street. You know what I mean? Her yeah. job's not essential. Like yeah. these little things that are essential, essential to the country. You know what I mean? Like they're saying those aren't, but you can go get drunk. You can go suppress yourself. You can yeah. eat whatever, make yourself feel, you know, better with your little, you know, your your little food pleasure. Yeah. You know, you could do that, but you can't, you know, you're not allowed to go to the gym. You're not allowed to stay in shape. Yeah. You know, oh, Dan, it's contagious. You're going to spread it. <laughs> now, what the hell are you talking about? I need to be exposed to it. Listen. I take care of my body. I yeah. eat all my greens. Yeah. I yeah. eat my yeah. vegetables. I yeah. eat my steak. I eat yeah. my chicken. I eat my eggs. I eat all my veggies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get. I eat the whole. I'm an omnivore, bro. You know what I mean. I eat it all. I work out every single day. You know what I mean. I do it all. I take care. I'm a healthy man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. There's a lot of healthy men and yeah. women out there that are eating right and ain't worried about this. Yeah. You know, I think it's been here, though, before they even came out with it. Of course yeah. it has <laughs> been, bro. They lied to us yeah. the whole way, bro. Dude, honestly, yeah. listen, bro. We should be irate yeah. with yeah. leadership. Yeah. 
because I'm not even going to go down the conspiracy road, okay? I ain't going to yeah, do it yeah, right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I could. I'll save it for another podcast. I'll save it for another podcast because I got I got I, I got some conspiracy theories, right? You know what I mean? And y'all could say, "Oh, here he goes, just crazy guy." Listen, conspiracies are only called conspiracies so that you don't believe them, but. 50 yeah, years later yeah. when the CIA declassifies shit, Man, all those conspiracies yeah. come true. But to what my point is, yeah. is let's let's take the conspiracy theories off the yeah, table, okay. right? Let's all take right, them off right, the table. Right. Let's just say that this is happening due to an overreaction of a, a you know a predicted outbreak. So yeah. It started in Wuhan, China, yeah. right? They yeah. saw what happened there. And then they, here in the United States, for the first couple months, were saying not only were, was the governmental officials but the world health organization was saying yeah that this isn't contagious that you can't spread it from person to person yeah. through touch remember, that nothing yeah. to worry about yeah. this and that yada 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 february rolls around and all Boom. of a sudden the tomb changes Everybody. they yeah. start lock we gotta lock down everything yeah all the mayors all the all the governors start making all these decisions like oh we gotta we gotta react panic reacting yeah, right so yeah. they start shutting everything down then they realized after they shut everything down they made this plan you know you you can't go to work you yeah. can't do this mm -hmm. you can't do that you got to stay inside <clears throat> for x amount of time we're shutting down the country we got to save yeah. lives mm -hmm. okay that's cool what's the exit plan yeah <laughs> Oh, y'all didn't have an exit plan? Yeah. You were going to shut down the United States of America without an exit plan? Oh, okay. All right. Oh, we'll figure it out as we go, right? Okay. Okay, so what, what about mm -hmm. medical supplies? Yeah, man. What about masks? Man. What about a vaccine? What about yeah. what about hospital treatment? Yeah. Oh, you don't, you don't have any masks? Oh, they're all in China? Oh, we shut down trade with China? Yeah. Oh, what do we do? Yeah. What do we do for, oh. People are panicking. People are freaking out. Oh, people aren't able to make rent now. Yeah. Oh, oh quick. Let's just create trillions yeah. of dollars yeah. in money yeah. and money and yeah. blow out inflation yeah. even more. Yeah. 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 And then we'll just hand people out chump change. You know what I mean? Yeah. 1200 yeah. bucks. <laughs> 1200 bucks. What are we talking about, dude? Twelve hundred bucks a month. Who's that covering? Give you two pancakes and a biscuit. But bro, that ain't covering. So what my 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 frustration yeah. with this is that our leadership got mm. tested. Yeah. They got shit tested. Yeah. And they got yeah. shit all over. Yeah. <laughs> they failed. Oh my gosh, they got yeah. put under stress. Everything yeah. got cushy. Everything was soft and cushy. And they could just go out and politic. And yeah. they could, oh, every two years they start doing their fundraising, you know, and yeah. oh, yeah. I want to get reelected and oh, I'm yeah. a good schmoozer and I'm a good, yeah. I'm a, I'm a good, you know, small talker. Yeah. And I can say this and I can do that. And I can raise a bunch of money and I'll tell you what you want to <laughs> hear, but I'm not going to do any of it because I'm getting paid by somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And when shit hit the fan yeah. and we needed leaders to be leaders yeah. and stand up and make tough decisions, where were they? Yeah. And, yeah. and this ain't a Republican or a Democrat thing yeah. because I ain't, listen, I ain't either. Y'all yeah. are trying yeah. to figure out what I am right yeah, now. I ain't yeah. a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't a Democrat. Or yeah. you ain't going to put me in that box. Okay. Yeah. Because in my opinion, they're, they're different sides to the same coin. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah. I'm not into that. Yeah, man. I, I watch what's going on. It's just, you know what? There's so many ways, man, that I, I think, you know, the conspiracy role is, I mean, I'm like, well, why wouldn't they try to create something to do this, to create this chaos and an economic, uh, you know, just <laughs> outlash? 
But then on the flip side, I'm like, man, they had to know something was going. It's almost like 9-11, right? They knew about 9-11 before it just, like, came. Like, they, it didn't just, oh, the planes are jacked and bam, we didn't know. Like, no, you guys knew or somebody didn't follow through. Something, you know, stuff slipped through the cracks, right? But... Uh, all this, I have to do, dude, don't even get me started. Oh, <laughs> dog, don't even, all I got to so, listen, listen I, two things all I got to say about 9 11. I ain't even going to get into that 9 11 <laughs> shitstorm right now. But this is all what I'm going to say is all you need to know is the day before 9 11, September 10th, yeah. 2001, yeah. Donald Rumsfeld announced that $2 trillion was missing from the Treasury. Oh, Just vanish. Yeah. Two, two trillion dollars. Missing. <laughs> oh, man. Then, this is the last thing that I'll say about it. Yeah. Two planes came in and hit. Tower one, tower two. They both went down. Five hours, six hours later, tower seven, which was not hit by any plane mm. or debris yeah. from the other accidents, mm. went down. So you say it might be a bomb. It, they I, don't, they I, don't know they what, I don't know they what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, bro. All I'm, just, all I'm saying is tower seven went down. All right, this freaking core keeps going out. I don't know what. So, I ain't saying so, nothing. All I'm saying is that happened. So have we made it on the moon? Yeah, <laughs> I think we've. I I think we've been to the moon for sure. Okay, I believe that we've been to the moon. Why can't we get back, or why haven't we been back? So there's a lot of uh, more educated people on the matter that could explain it a little bit better. But yeah, from yeah, yeah, my, yeah, but just, from what I know, yeah, 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 is yeah. that after we went there, it was just a money pit. There was like no money yeah. involved. Like there was nothing for us to do on the moon. Like there was nothing to colonize. There was nothing to like, but or natural resources. Here's my thing: if 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 they made it back to the moon way back then, I'm like, we can keep going up to the moon now with all the technology we have now. I know it's way more complex than that, right? I, I know it's not just putting a together. <laughs> right. Yo, do I got an app for this? Do I got an app to get me to the moon? But like. How come we can't try to create stuff um, or something up there, you know, to try to figure out, okay, how far can we go within the solar system? Or, dude, I see rockets launch like every other day. Yeah, that's cool, right? Seeing rockets launch it's here all cool, the time. It's cool. SpaceX is right there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm also like, man, what's being launched up there? You know, I know some is testing, and I well, they got the space station up there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They've got the Hubble yeah. telescope, and there's a shit ton of other satellites up there. Yeah. And then they've got. Uh, Did you see that the other day? By the way, that it was a they released a hundred satellites. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They um, also they're about to put up a new telescope that's like exponentially bigger, more powerful than the Hubble telescope. Wow. They're gonna put it. I forget the name of it. I forget the name of it. I'll try and remember this, but it's super dope. They're going to put it on the dark side of the moon. Mm. So there's not going to be any light interference. And it's mm. also more like a bigger, more powerful like telescope as well that they're putting up in space. So they're saying they're going to be able to see even further back in time than what they could with the, they're going to see parts of the universe that we didn't even know existed or could see with the technology we had before. When this thing gets released, oh man, it's killing me. I can't remember. It's this new telescope man. that's going up. It's going to replace the Hubble. But there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's going on in, in space. That's why we got that space force now. Yeah, what's that? 
Uh, you don't remember Trump? That boy Trump was like, we've got a space force now, you know? And it's just like, they've got a military branch, you know? They've got the Navy, Air Force, yeah. the, the yeah. Army. Oh, now yeah. they have a space, space force. force. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like some Star Wars shit. Dude, you know, I... um. If I can go back, I would definitely be an astronaut. I always, always, <sighs> always tell myself that, you know, just because, dude, it's just so. That was my the, first passion, first the, dream, bro. Is, uh, seriously, be an astronaut. Oh my gosh, dude! The at the just the solar system and the ocean. I right? was too big for the for the for the spacecraft. <laughs> oh, cool. so you can't be a you can't be an astronaut that goes into like you could be an astronaut that does like. It, like floor level, you know, yeah, on, the, yeah. on the earth, you know, yeah, yeah, but you can't get in the spaceship and leave if you're above yeah. six four. Oh, wow, that's some bullshit, yeah, bro. you dude, know what I mean? Man. That's the only reason why I'm not an astronaut right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that a spaceman yeah. Dan up in here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been really moonwalking, you know what I mean? It's the drop, we own uh, we on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh gosh. I mean, it's just it blows my mind. Just I was outside the other day looking at the stars. And I'm like, man, crazy thing about it is half of these stars are like already the light, they're already blown out. Or how do you say it? They're already uh um, Yeah. They don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. But they're still shining bright like that. Man, like that's just that's crazy. Well, that's where you get into like time space continuum, you know, like light travels at the speed of light, right? And oh it takes X, you know, a light yeah. year takes yeah. X amount of time to get here. So the light you're seeing is most likely from a star that is dead, you know, it's ex- yeah. either imploded or is supernova. That's, dude, it just expands your mind like this. Like we know very little uh-huh. compared to like, what's really out there like little little is not even a a that's why it's so important man the more you go after what you want to go after you start to learn a little bit more start to gain more knowledge right you start to like oh man find out things that you didn't even know existed right or that were just there right but if you always stay in this box right that's all you got that's all you're gonna know yeah. Right. Um, and so it's just uh, those are the things I, you know, when, when we start talking about how, you know, being thankful, like, dude, how are we here? The solar system's up there. The ocean's <laughs> down there. We right. barely know about the ocean either. And yeah. I think there's things down there that we just it's going to take us years to find, you know, but uh, it's just fascinating. It's fascinating. Dude, the, it's just like the, the this existence is so vast yeah and like i think some of that is people here on the planet like we we act so sure of things yeah you yeah, know yeah. What i mean we act like we know so much and like this and that and like this way is for sure like i've got to live my life like people live their lives by coloring in between the lines yeah because they've been told and to live no, between these yeah. lines yeah and it's like i always say i'm always preaching this it's like there are no rules to the game. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah. no rules to the game yeah. of life. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. we're a speck yeah. of a yeah. speck. Yeah, on a yeah. speck, hurling through space, bro. Yeah. yeah, we're one galaxy. There's sixty to eighty million stars in the Milky Way galaxy, yeah. right? And yeah. we're a medium-sized galaxy. And there's like there's an infinite amount of galaxies in the universe. Yeah. Like think about it. like the numbers. It's, crazy, it's like the number like is so preposterous. Yeah, that it's like it, your mind can't compute it. Like I have like. 
read about, you know, I, I read and I think about this often and like, I think I understand, but honestly, I, the number, like I can't really fathom yeah. the number or the vastness mm -hmm. of this place that we live mm -hmm. in. But just knowing how vast it is yeah. helps yeah. kind of helps me. You know, we were talking about earlier in regards to like, why do you keep doing what you're doing? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, I'm lucky to be here, bro. Yeah. And like the more I'm learning, I'm like, I don't know what else is out there. I just find it hard to believe yeah. that I'm a guy that's living like in something that is like a miracle in itself. Life yeah. itself is oh like the odd. Yeah. I hear Gary Vee always saying whatever the odds like four trillion. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. But the odds of being a human and existing are so astronomical yeah. that it's like, yo, you've been given a gift. Yeah. You know? And I'd say, I know it's like a cliche, but no, it's like, man. I know it's a cliche and it's overplayed, but it's like, listen, dude, I'm here to, I'm going to make the most of this. You know what I mean? You if I don't like win, something, man. if I don't like something, I'm going to get away from it. And if I love something, I'm going to run after yeah. it. And like, that's how I make my yeah. decisions. And it's like, am I going to regret this when I'm old, when death comes for me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Am I going to go kicking and screaming or am I going to go with a smile on my face? Like life's too short, man. Got me you know? too short. It's too short, man. And in, in the blink of an eye, you know, next thing you know, you're, you know, 80-something years old, and you're like, man, like, that's not a long time. When you start calculating the number of days and then um, and then the time, like, you, like, it almost, like, gives you and puts you, put it, it, put, um, it puts it into perspective. Gosh, Lee, I need some water up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pu -pu 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 -pu. But um, of how much time that you really have, right? How many days are left? And so it's like, there was a, there was a story that um, this guy, I think it was a real story. He had, his mom had passed his, his, I'll tell the short version. His dad has passed. Uh, all his brothers and sisters have passed, but he gave himself 24 hours to be mad at that and to be angry and then kept it pushing because he said, not the more time he wasted on that, but the more time he donned on that mm -hmm. was less time that he can still keep going to fulfill what he was supposed to do. Dude, you know how hard and how much of a mental state that you have to be in that all your family members just, just died around you, right? And then you're telling yourself, pick it up, let's go, right? But we just gotta, But he's understanding that, man, this lifetime is so short, man. Yeah. So short, right? And uh, in the blink of an eye, right? Um, it's almost like you're getting a second chance, you know, out of that car, you know. One maneuver, one way or the other way, you know, it's, it's, it's over, yeah. you know. But it's almost like puts us into perspective and then wakes us up to be like, okay, or gives us reinsurance to be like, I, right. you know. Yeah. Um, that's intense dude yeah. like my i had a coach tell me uh and i've i use this as i've taken this with me throughout my life you get 24 hours to celebrate a win and you get yeah. 24 hours to soak in a loss yeah and then it's back to work mm -hmm. mm. stay present enjoy the process yeah and then your boy you know he just he that's like yeah. Being able to do that with your family, you know, that's that's pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, you know, good for him because it is true, man. It's like definitely mourn 
Yeah. And definitely pat yourself on the back when it's when it's yes. when it's the right time. Yeah. But there's got to be a period where that's over and then you've got to move on. Yeah. Right? Whether yeah. it's good or bad, you know, you because can't it starts to become an excuse. Right. Well, you right. can let it you let it, you know, too many pats on the back aren't yeah. good and yeah. too many, you know, yeah. too yeah. many putting yourself down or yeah. feeling not so good. Yeah. You know, all those things can become a habit. Yeah. Rather yeah. than just, you know, a lot of times we just need to deal with our emo- like with the negative emotions. We kind of put them off to the side or we don't deal with we them. Don't talk about them. And that ant hill turns into a mountain. Yeah. You don't want yeah. it to turn into a mountain. It's the same thing with the wins and the losses. Yeah. A little bit. Accept it. You know, pat on the back. You know what I mean? Feel, you know, kick yourself in the ass when you didn't, you know, <laughs> you didn't win. Yeah. But only do it for 24 hours. Yeah. You know, practice that. Yeah. And then move on. Yeah. And then, if you could do that, I think it'll set you up. Yeah, man. Short, short, short mind, uh, short memory, right? It's like football. Something happens next play. Yeah. Have that amnesia. Yeah. You gotta next have that amnesia. Play. You know, uh, be take note of it and work on it, you know, later in practice or in the week or something like that. But like in the thick of things, like next play, you know, and uh, that's the that's the outlook. I think um, we just have to keep having for ourselves and especially you know during this time during this quarantine during this covid finding that beauty within the storm right and understanding that um there's a reason why we're all in this right there's a there is a um reason or there's something that you need to be doing or that you need to pick up or that you need to be reading right or you maybe you just needed the time off man like mm-hmm. and not to not be doing nothing and and spending with your family right and so even taking a moment to instead of thinking on the other side of how this is going we're stuck in the house this is crazy yada 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 be on the other side of it and understand like man um look at all the good that has come out of this you know and then again, that's going back to that mindset, the positivity, man. And uh, boom, just just understanding that, you know, you can keep being your best self. You just got to keep finding it, you know. So don't get me wrong about this uh, COVID-19 situation, this whole quarantine. I think it being the lockdowns bullshit. Yeah. I think all, you know, everything that's kind of happened, the way things have been handled, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. I think we've overreacted. I think it's very, a lot of silliness has taken place. I think the media should be tried and tried as criminals, right? But the positive that came out of this was like, like you said, we did have time. Yeah. We, we got time. This is the first time. Yeah. First time in anybody's life that's been a al- that's alive on the planet mm-hmm. has where they don't have nowhere to be. Yeah. 
<laughs> no way. There's nowhere. To, no, nowhere to rush to. Yeah. Nowhere to be. Nowhere yeah. you gotta do. Just yeah. whatever you want to do. Yeah. Now you may be confined to your house, right? Yeah. But I mean, your imagination is is boundless. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a cell phone, if you got an internet access, like you mm. got friends, yeah. family around you. Yeah. You've got everything you need. Yeah. You've got the ability to be able to spend. Uh, like with your, think about this. You've got, well, maybe not you, because you've been, I know you've been working more now than you were yeah. before doing yeah. all the live video chats yeah. or yeah. live video workouts. But for most people in other industries, like there's not anything they can do. You know, yeah. maybe they have some Zoom calls here and there or whatever, but they got literally probably 23 hours of the day to spend with their family. Yeah. And think about that. Most people don't get that kind of time. They're They're waking up. They're getting the kids off to school. They're getting off to work. Then they got, you know, whatever extracurriculars they got to do. Then they're getting back with the family. You know, they're not getting it. You're not getting as much time. And they're, you know, they're rushed all. People are rushed all. Everyone's always working, yeah, working, yeah, working. I got to do more. Yeah, I got to yeah. do this. I got to get more yeah. money. I got to get this promotion. Yeah. I got to do this to get this so I can do that and buy this. And it's like, no. Yeah. What this has shown us, what COVID-19 has showed, the quarantine has shown us is what's really important. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, it's not athletics. It's Simple not things, entertainment. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's your friends. Yeah. It's your family. Yeah. And it's that interpersonal connection. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we're yeah. connected now more than ever yeah, via man. internet, via the phone, especially with the quarantine, but it's, it's for me, I'm realizing what's driving me crazy is when I'm not seeing people. Yeah. When yeah. I'm not around people, yeah. you know, yeah. and like, yeah. I'm not always, you know, I like to be around people. I, I gain, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I've got yeah. a part of me that's very introverted, but then yeah. I, you know, I got another side of me that's, uh, or I'm very extroverted, but yeah. I got a part yeah. of me that's introverted as yeah. well. You know, I, yeah. I get around a bunch of people and then, you know, sometimes I need a day or so to kind of yeah. recharge, you yeah. know, because yeah. it can take a lot out of me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but now it's like, I'm not getting any humor, mm. human interaction. And, I, you know, I've got a quarantine buddy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got people that I'm able to talk and, and stay in contact with. And yeah. because Florida's, you know, I'm, I work out, walk, and there's, I got a lake right by me and I yeah. got a little routine that I see. But like, I'm seeing people out there that normally wouldn't be out there. That's good. Hanging man. out in the park with yeah. who, with a friend. Yeah. Just them and another person hanging out in the park, working out, doing yeah. things, just living, enjoying life, enjoying not stressing simple. about a job, yeah, putting a suit on, yeah. having some pencil neck that's yeah. underqualified, <laughs> telling you what to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to do this. I know that we created this yeah. pointless job. You know what I mean? Because we had to give another, another title. You're an inspector of yeah. an inspector. So you've got to do this mindless work so we can justify paying you a wage <laughs> so you can buy shit you don't need, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's like, yo, yeah. When you're 80 years old and death comes for you, are you going to really care about that? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I think what this has shown us is that shit doesn't matter. And yeah. I'm hoping that when we come back from the quarantine, that people are living a little bit slower, yeah. more present, more mindful of the fact that, you know, getting those extra hours of work, you know, might not be as important as getting those extra hours with your friends and your family or taking care of yourself. And, yeah. I, and hopefully when people come back as much as I love to work hard and, 
and I like to be disciplined and I like to go, 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 go. I'm starting to learn, you know what I mean? Yep. I need to love myself a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm a, I'm hard on myself. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm real hard on myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, maybe I need to love me a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to open my heart to people loving me a little bit more, you know, cause I'm, yeah. I'm too focused on, on working hard and, and achieving stuff. And I'm missing out on some of this other important spectrums of my life, you yeah. know, that I, I, I've neglected. And it's like, I need to find a little bit more balance. And I'm hoping that maybe this quarantine is going to help people find a little bit more balance. Yeah. And, and you know, people have to, they have the open mind to have that balance, right? Or because uh, balance, or they just know. need to be showed. Yeah. Uh You know, we. You know, I think because I think a lot of times we get shown something else in society, and yeah. a lot of people still yeah. believe what they're told. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know, they just believe time. everything you're given, and I get it. You know, it's yeah. like who do you you're supposed you thought you're supposed to believe that. I was given, I think one of the things that helped me is like my rebellious attitude. Yeah. I question everything. Yeah. That's why in the third grade I was arguing with Colleen, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was arguing with Colleen about, about God, you know yeah, what I mean? I yeah, got this yeah. natural rebellious. <laughs> I just question everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think it's a very important, you just got to question everything. Even if you think it's right, question it. Question yourself. Yeah. I think it's important to question things and question your teachers. Yeah question authority authority figures question yourself question your parents you know your parents are going to be pissed you know what i mean mom never likes getting yeah, questions no nope, you know I, mean? nope. I brought you into this world yeah, i'll take you mom you little as hell you ain't whooping my ass no more i'm too damn big and uh they but question everything yeah and i think it could people need to be shown that there's another way to live yeah. You know, I think because I think right now the model has been oh my gosh. that you got to live, Jeez. you know, at at this age, you go yeah. to college. Yeah. Then after that, you get a job. And then at this time, you should get married and you have a kid and you live your life from A, B to C. And here are the lines and here yeah. are the dots and connect them and do this. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. I'm the artist here. This mm -hmm. is a blank canvas. You know what I mean? And I'm Van Gogh and I'm here to paint my starry night. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Except for I'm not cutting my ear off. Okay. Cause I like them. I got pretty ears. <laughs> this is what it's showing you. Cause it's putting people in really uncomfortable spots. Right. And the, I mean, unless you're just comfortable with not doing anything, you're, you're going to have to find something or some way to try to beat this right and so now you're developing again a new sense of like okay i'm in an uncomfortable spot now there is going to be some changes i have to be open to these changes in order to grow or you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. or or i'm being showed like you said a new direction in which i need to take sometimes right. the universe sends little yeah. you know little messages yeah you know, and they send them in like all different forms of communication. Little messengers come into your life, whether they're people or things or incidences, yep. you know what I mean? They come in your life and sometimes they whisper and sometimes they smash you over the head with a club. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like they're always out there and that's why that's important to take that deep breath. Yeah. And to be still. Mm hmm and to like be able to kind of see the landscape and listen. And that goes back to me talking about the gut, trusting your gut, Man. that intuition, 
yeah. and just being able to not be so rigid and be adaptable and like, hey, you know, after this quarantine, a lot of industries are going to be affected forever. Yeah. You know, and I'd like to think things are going to go back to normal life because we're human beings. I'm yeah. like, why the hell not? But like, I don't know. So it's just like. It's a uh, we, we've got to be able to adapt to what's going to come and who knows what the new stuff will bring. Maybe it'll be better, more efficient. I think it's going to pull people out of there. Like it's just the comfort zone. But we're going to see more entrepreneurs. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think because you're <clears throat> this is a new wave that we're in and we're experiencing it now. And so I think the, that new wave is going to be more entrepreneurs. Right. And knowing that this something like this can very well happen right if you don't have different things put in place right to be prepared when this happens also too this is helping others find their new avenues in which they're like man this is what i need to be going so i think we're going to see a a totally different new wave of how people do things or add on to what they were doing before and you know um even with uh, a lot of the was it the takeout services, right? They're deli- like I've been seeing, you know, people deliver that don't deliver. Yeah. Maybe this is something that they're going to add into their thing once or twice a week to just try to get their um, business out of it, you know, or, or, or whatnot. And so I think there is some, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of good in this, but I think really from the the working standpoint that people you know, they're going to find a different way of just working and doing things, right? Because, yeah, I don't know how long we're going to be in this span of distance. and Yeah, it seems like everybody's starting to get sick of it across the country. Yeah. And I, I'm with you. I, I feel opti- as, as much as this is a shitty situation, yeah. as much as, you know, you can find a lot of negative in it, I think a lot of positive is going to come out. Yeah, yeah. I think... Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Humans are very clever. We yeah. are very clever creatures. Yeah. And we've always kind of found a way to adapt and overcome any circumstances or situations that we get in. Yeah. This is going to be no different. We're going to come out of this refreshed with a breath, a new perspective, a collective. Yeah. At like collectively, we're going to have a new yes. perspective. And, yeah. I, and I think we're going to come out of this with a different, you know, kind of sight going forward. And I, and I hope that that carries on. You know what I mean? Well, after the quarantine, and I think it's going to kind of take us in a new direction. Yeah. And some people are afraid of it, and, you know, that's just because people are afraid to change, but I, I think there's going to be a lot of positive here, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you can't be afraid of it, man. You, like, just, you got to attack it head on. Well, change is inevitable. Yeah. 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 It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You that's why we have to do a good enough job of everybody just kind of bring everybody along and not just helping, um, just helping our friends, but reach out to other people. Right. I think, you know, that are in need that might need some guidance that might need some showing that might just need a boost to, um, make sure that their ends are meet too. And so everybody's kind of, we Looking gotta, out for the people in need. Yeah, man. And I mean, look, if we're if all the people that are pro shutting down the country, yeah, want to shut down the country because they want to save somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Well, when this is over, I mean, we should continue to help the people because people are going to be hurting economically. Yeah. The economy is yeah. going to be hurt. We're, I mean, yeah. let's just be serious. Yeah, we're going to be in some shit. 
Yeah. We're in some shit for a while. We're going to yeah. have to find our way out of this. And people yeah. are going to be hurting. Yeah. And it's like, carry that energy out of quarantine. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and carry that to the people that are going to be in need. Look out for people. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the only reason why we are the the greatest species, you know, the, I shouldn't say the greatest, but like we are the power species yeah. of the planet. We yeah. control our environment. We can barter with time. We can, yeah. we understand sacrifice of time yeah. to get things. That's why we're, we run, you know, the world yeah. the way we yeah. do. And it's just like, we got there by working with each other, yeah. caring for each other. And we can't forget that no matter how much technology kind of yeah. gets in the way with that. We got to get back to like helping people. We're yeah. a unit looking out for it. We are. All a of team, us are. man. Like one freaking unit. That's where we all are working together. And I, But I think we forget about that. We all see each other as like individuals. It goes back to the thing about wanting that next person to win. Because if you're winning, they're winning, you're winning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like we, we, we are a unit. And, you know, especially with this COVID thing, it... <sighs> We're going to need every swinging person there is to be able to pull it together, right? And just fight to, you know, to make ends meet, right? To keep those small businesses going. Because I feel like that, you know, we can't let those no. go under. Cause <laughs> yeah, dude, those, that's, I mean, because yeah. think about it. Those small mom and pop businesses yeah. go under. Man. The big co- corporations are going to be fine. Yeah. Big yeah. ones are going to be fine. They got their bailout money yeah. and they got, and plus they got, they got all the money that yeah. they're going to need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they'll bounce back from it. They'll take a hit. Yeah. They'll take yeah. a hit, yeah. but yeah. they'll hey, be but able to yeah. bounce back. Yeah. And when they bounce back, they're going to gobble up all that real estate, all the mom and pop shops. Yeah. So yeah. not only is those mom and pop shops going to go out, yeah. then there's not even going to be other mom and pop shops be able to go in those spots because those yeah. big yeah. corporations are going to come and gobble up all that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to turn more and more towards like just these huge like corporate oligarchies mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not good. You know yeah. what I mean? America's built on small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's just like, so support the small businesses. Yeah. You know? And you do that, like you support people in this country where you spend your dollar. Yeah. So just be conscious of that. Yeah. Spend your dollar and somewhere where you're, you know, you got a friend that's got a, a business open it's coming mm. and they got a service a good pay them don't ask yeah. them for it for yeah. free yeah help them you know what i mean you know how that is people be asking for shit free shit all the time listen i got bills to pay. i don't know i know we've known each other for 20 years but that that doesn't help me pay my bills okay yeah. your yeah. love and support yeah. don't help me pay my bills yeah, yeah. you know what i yeah. mean buy my workout plan <laughs> buy my t-shirt subscribe to my youtube channel Hit the alert button. Yeah, Notify. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Help me out. Watch it. Let me get that YouTube duration time. Watch the watch that film. Yes. Sir. Spread the word. Share yeah. and retweet. Yeah. No, you cannot get free shit. <laughs> I give you a shout out though. Hey, you know what I mean? I'll cool. give you a shout out on the show. Hey man. Uh sometimes you I mean dude, shout outs nowadays are money. Yeah. Dude, money. That's like psh- <laughs> it's crazy what you can make money off of these days. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of shit you can make yeah. money off these days. Uh, but you have to be willing to want to want to look and dig deep, you know. You just got to get creative. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The internet, dude, the internet's crazy, bro. Yeah. So many ways you can make money oh now. You just got to be creative and you got to be willing to put yourself. You just got to be willing to fail. Yeah. And I think that, that you just got to be willing to fail. But the more this. So. People think confidence is like this, like innate skill you have. You're just born with it. But like confidence comes from like 
getting competent. Yeah. You get competent by mm-hmm. you gotta trial and error. Yeah. You gotta yeah, fail yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know, the yeah. more you fail and like yeah. have egg on your face, the more the less scary that gets. Yeah. And the less scary that gets, the more it's easy to be calm and present mm-hmm. and be within yourself and just be your fullest self. And we that's where confidence comes from. We don't fail enough. No. People just I don't know. You know, it's it's not it's literally we, we need to do it more. Right? We need yeah. to do it more and, and it needs to hurt. Right, because when it when it hurts like that, you're like, I don't want that feeling again. I'm gonna try harder, and then you're gonna get a little taste. You're gonna try even harder, right? Well, I'm trying to get to the point where it stops hurting, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm man. sick of tired again. Just- <laughs> I'm sick of tired of all this hurt, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> but there's gonna be a really big hurt. I think uh, for me, there was a just a. I'm a hard hat guy. You know that. Yeah. Go to work. And do my thing. I think, you know, uh, the last one was, you know, uh, when I got released from WWE, that one hurt. Just because, you know, like I said, you put every ounce into it, right? You know, and you see the potential. You see, um, you you heard what they have told you. This is almost the second time you, you know, you've, uh, like I said, you know, Seahawks said something similar, or I was in a, I was in a different situation that was going to set things up for good things, you know. But I think it was that and hitting that rock bottom. It was like, okay, let's go do this thing, yeah. Uh, you know, and um, and it's been one of the greatest things that you know has almost happened. You know, uh, leading when you look back. Out of all, everything that your storyline, you're like, man, it's crazy how things line up and propel me to where I'm at right now, right? And so, and the journey's not even done, right? And so we're all still reaching, you know, or it should be reaching for even higher. When we when we get to one destination, it should be like, okay, what's the next destination? Where are we going? Okay, what's the next one? Boom, let's keep knocking them down. Reach as far as you go. I think we, we just reach right here right and we don't really stretch out right? if we stretch out and then keep stretching man again you know world's a different place yeah so um but uh yeah we'll see man we'll, we will see what um this quarantine turns into um i got high hopes i got I, yeah. i'm feeling positive yeah 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 and what where this thing leads us to it's it's a new direction Right, and we just gotta definitely move with the wind, shake with it, unite together, and uh, just uh, keep fighting back, you know. And so the fight's within us, and so we just we gotta be the ones, one unit to really fight back, give back, and, and go attack it. So hell yeah, man. Uh, what uh, you got anything coming up? You got anything you're trying to promote right now? Man, you know, honestly, not really. I, I just, like I said, just got the, the training things going on. 53 squad, and, if, and a lot of people ask what, what that is. So 53 is the active um, members on a football roster, and squad is who your squad is, who you're training with. So either you're in the game or you're on the bench, right? So that's how I get 53 squad. And so there's that. Um, there's a lot of the, the virtual stuff I'm doing guys um you know look for me just, you know type my name Demetrius Bronson um there's a lot of things I'm, I'm working with um 
Ruckus, uh, the cycling mm-hmm. studio, and they are they're in the movement of doing some great things and uh, being a part of those great things. Um, what else? Gosh, you know, um, I'm with teams, training teams, man. I, it's all. I've been able to have some really good trainers in my life. One in particular, uh, James Lawrence, uh, out in Seattle to be able to um, help me and guide me on both sides of training, to be knowing the sports performance side and also knowing the adult side. Yeah. And so I'm able to combine those two into one, um, but pulling everything I've learned from my past experience with football. Um, and so um, what's being created is it's, it's almost a, a way – a lifestyle of training, whether in performance or not, it's how you should attack every session is how you should attack your daily life. Right. And so putting that in there, holding people accountable, you know, the small details, we forget about the details of things, right. Um, The finishing, right. The competing aspect of it, the getting out of your comfort zone. Those are the little minor details that really separate you from a good person to a great person. And people think you need to go shoot a hundred more shots, but if you're detailed about the 50 shots that you took, right? Yeah. <laughs> it makes a whole lot of difference. Um, doing that, man, just um, steady building. Where I'm at right now, um, it, it's I'm going to be at another place next year and another place next year. And so Ever the, growing. the build is always there. Um, the growth is always there, but I'm growing at the right pace at the right time. You know, y'all, you, a lot of times you're like, man, I want that Ferrari now. Like, Let's go. But then, dude, you still got to settle for the, the Honda, even though there's still some dope cars mm-hmm. or, you know, or the, the love bug or something like that until you get to, you know, where you want to get to. Um, but not just getting there, but having an impact while you make your way up there. See what I'm saying? So that's that. And uh, just again, just trying to make the world a better place. You know, I got this outlook um, on it that we, you know, we can literally, you know, it's cheesy, but what we put our mind to, we can do it, man. And um, and I'm a firm believer we can, we can beat the odds. Um, we can, you know, beat different things, but we have to put our mind in that state and want to have that winning mentality to get it there. And so that's the just the outlooks I take on just the, my training approach and and also really getting you out of that comfort zone, man. Like yeah. it's 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 key. It's a necessity. You have to do it. If not, then you're just on cruise control the whole time. You know, when that storm hits, it just wipes your wife. Cause <laughs> you you know, so but uh, shoot, that is it, man. And um, just loving life, loving life, watching the kids grow, um, being that family dad, and and uh, you know, uh, working on that day in and day out. So, uh, but uh, that that's about it, man. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I love I love that you exist. I love that you're yeah. out there, dude. Super inspirational, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you're in the community. Glad you're making a difference. And I'm glad to have you on the drop, my man. Appreciate you, man. This is dope. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Appreciate you. Let's get up out of here. Be ready for the drop.
Enjoy it, though. Get ready for the trumpet. <laughs>